A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Fader, sitting there with Jeff Loggeman as usual, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne is spinning the hits, Good and, 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 and I'm sitting here like father, like son, mm-hmm, Mr. Mm-hmm. Loggeman is sitting here, and he's eating yogurt and blueberries. Yeah, man. I've never seen that before. <laughs> no. Well, you got you got to remember something. In fact, uh, the opening picture for, uh-huh. for Welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show mm-hmm. is a picture of me and dad. Yesterday, picking blueberries. Oh, oh, oh. it is. And, Absolutely. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, you got that blueberry festival that's coming up down there towards uh, Palatka. Mm-hmm. And what, I'm trying to think of the name of the uh, blueberry festival down there. The blueberry festival? No, no, but it's got... <laughs> No, the, <laughs> no, the name it. of the town. I can't help myself. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was good. <laughs> yeah. The name of the town down there. Right. Um, they have a, a blueberry festival, and uh, here's Bostwick. Okay. It's the Bostwick Blueberry right. Festival. Okay, well, just north. So I was right. Yeah, it's Blueberry Festival, but it's the yeah, Bostwick right. Blueberry yeah, right. Festival. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of different people that have it. I mean, there's even one in Tampa Bay, for God's sake. Yeah, Kirk. But yeah, the Bostwick on, Blueberry Festival is that area down really? there to just a little bit to the north of Palatka. And there's a there's a U-Pick Blueberry Farm that we go to down there, which is H&H Blueberries. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's the, the the blueberries are so good. But, but see, I I taught you better. Oh boy, here we okay? go. Okay, no, and and there is a way to pick blueberries. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mrs. Flo taught me how to pick blueberries. I know the bucket around the neck. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't see anything around your neck. I actually, when it, it's funny you say that, because when I got there, and uh, see, it, it leaves your hands free. Yeah, it leaves your hands free. Yeah. Okay, okay, so so here here's the deal. Okay. Okay, Miss Flo has a great idea. Yes. And I told him when I got the bucket, I'm like, Dadgummit. I forgot to bring something to tie the bucket around my neck with. Yes. Well, Tara drove her vehicle, and so... There's no string. Yeah, you know, of course, my truck, I would have had ropes and string. We all would have had the buckets around her neck. Right, right, okay. Okay, 
So uh, so I did the backup plan. I got my gym shorts on, and so I just started stuffing my pockets. Mm-hmm. You know, so that oh, way I boy. keep my hands free, and then right. I stuff my pockets. And then pockets are black. And then I dump my pockets out okay. into the bucket after they get full. And mm-hmm. that's that's a lot of blueberries yeah. now in, yeah. uh, in, a, in a pair of gym shorts. And and stuff and whatever else has been in So, I mean, the, the whole point of having that post is that, look, it's blueberry picking season, mm-hmm. okay? In Florida, it started. Georgia is going to be starting, and if it hasn't started already. Yeah. And don't go to the store and buy your own blueberries because I can tell you the ones that you pick, if you put them in those green vegetable bags, mm-hmm. okay, vegetable and fruit bags, they will last for a couple weeks yeah. in our, the refrigerator. Our, our um, personal blueberry bushes, which Kerry has about six or seven, <clears throat> they all got burnt. That last freeze. Oh wow! They, 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 it, so we we can't get to our blueberries. They're under three feet of water. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, you ones in wild ones in the woods. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That whole patch of blueberries on the river road. Yeah. Three feet of water. Yeah, I know. That, I love eating blueberries. I do too. I mean, I, I just yeah, think I, it's I, one I, of the best fruits that yep. there's. One of my it's Absolutely. my favorite fruit. We eat mm-hmm. tons of them. Yeah, we do too. I mean, I bet we eat two or three pints a week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Love blueberries. I mean, who doesn't like blueberries? I so love, I mean, look, we uh, eat now. And uh, what, is, what do blueberries cost in the store now? I think you can get a pint for like four twenty nine. Yeah, that's okay. Something, that's and a, about and what's a pint weigh? Not even quarter half pound, maybe. Yeah, not in no way is half a pound. Okay, six so ounces. Huh? six ounces. Six ounces. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. At the you pick place we went to. Here's one right here. There you go. Okay, at the you pick place that we went to. Um, I think it was uh, it was four seventy five with credit card for a pound. And if you had paid in cash, it was four twenty five for a pound of blueberries. For a pound of blueberries, yeah. That you pick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to take the kids and give them something to do. Sure. Yeah. You know. So well, you you wore your snake boots. Well, the reason I wore my snake boots is that I've got two two pair of boots at the house. Mm-hmm. All my other boots are up in Georgia. Yes. Okay. And um, my dad doesn't have his boots. He didn't bring any boots. Right. So I let him wear my slip-ons, and then I was like, well, I'll wear my snake boots. Yeah, and I can yeah. tell you this, that uh, that the one place where you – well, any place that you're going to pick at, you better keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I yes. mean, you're it's, in the I woods. You're in the woods. So just and, – And you're in the woods where a lot of animals like to be? Uh, yeah, because know? of the blueberries. Because of the blueberries. And there's right. animals that are there to eat the animals that are eating the blueberries. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's like a big, big, big circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why Dad that got the, the circle, circle of life. The circle of life. The circle of life. That was real fortune. How many? How many we pound? That's we picked good. twenty-eight pounds of blueberries. Twenty-eight pounds. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you gonna make some jam? Huh? You gonna make jam or something? We're gonna make everything. We gave some to some friends, you know, and some neighbors, and. You know, some and friends. Yeah, and where's, yeah. Wow. yeah I mean, 28 <coughs> pounds. Well, you guys aren't good enough friends. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Boy, that's Chris, obvious. not wow. even a half a pound. Yeah, I mean, how about that? Damn, I mean. I've got t- some t- for you right there. Try yeah, a couple I'll of just them. take a quarter cup. I'm not stealing them from your <laughs> yeah, father. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he's eating his breakfast. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Now, look, he's now really you guilted him, and now he's getting up and passing them around. Can I got to try one. Can I have some yogurt, too? No, you can't have it. You cannot have any yogurt. That would be swapping spit. Okay, I took uh, one. Uh, I took okay, that's one. That's fine. All Take right. one and try it. All right, here you go. I'll try one. These are these are compliments of uh, mm. the Lagerman family, the one that you're going to get. Wow. <laughs> so flavorful. And uh, H&H blueberries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. What do you think? Well, those are good. 
They're yeah. terrible. I thought they're nasty. Yeah, very good. <laughs> you need another one to make fun yeah, of. You got totally nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how about that? I mean, we, we picked, and it was um, it was me and Dad and Tara and Taylor, and I think we picked about, and they've got those little two and a half gallon buckets, twenty nine you know? pounds. Mm-hmm. 28 pounds and then they put the they put uh you know a plastic grocery bag in the bucket so that <laughs> when you when you're done they pull the bag out and weigh and it put it on the scale yeah. and weigh it but yeah we had 28 pounds what is that a whole pickle bucket what's a, what's a pickle bucket i'm five, trying to think you mean gallons. a five gallon bucket yeah, five, yeah, five five gallons, probably, probably pretty close to a yeah. five gallon bucket wow that's a lot of that, blueberries. That, that is a lot of blueberries yeah there was a i'll have to show you a picture well the cool thing about it is they freeze yeah, they you know, freeze. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like to make smoothies. But yep. Yep. Uh, Tara's going to make some blueberry muffins. We're having blueberry pancakes this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, blueberry, make a good blueberry, mimosas, blueberry. We're talking about those pancakes? <laughs> yeah. Kirk, she bring them? Kirk, yeah. and she's doing that bacon with that little bit of brown sugar and on it that mm. she does, you know? Today? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, thanks uh, for just letting us know. Just crud. Well, I'm just trying yeah, to, you know, to tell that. you what the thanks. menu item is. Wow. For, uh, yesterday, yeah. we, had a, we had a good menu item. Jeff, you're gonna you're gonna turn into that girl from Willy Wonka, that big blueberry. Yeah, the one that she had to get squeezed. She's gonna roll around. What was it? With what smurf. did she eat? It was um, look like a smurf. Was it gum? Umpa, what do you call it? Umpa yeah, lumpa. Uh, umpa lumpa. Umpa lumpa. Umpa lumpa. Yeah. It was gum, right? Umpa yeah, that's lumpa. Right. That's a great movie. That's great, man. And the the old one. The old one. Yeah, the old one. The Absolutely. new one's good too. Yeah, yeah I mean, old, old, old see, I didn't even want to see the new one. The yeah. old one's it's fantastic. It's too weird. It's, it's like Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp is Johnny, creepy. Johnny yeah. Depp's a little Gene, weird. Gene, it was what? Gene, um, Gene, Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah. Oh, my God. That guy was a nut. He, he was the best. Yes, he was the best. He was the best in that movie. That, yeah. that, that's got to be in the- Young uh, Frankenstein? Yeah. Oh. Great movie. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> yeah. So, what great knockers. I would say- <laughs> <laughs> I would say it that, was a doorbell, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's right. That that's got to be. Glad you if, cleared if, that up for everybody. If you have kids, uh-huh. don't listen to the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you have kids, The Wizard of Oz and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory oh, yeah. are must see. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what. And, to this day, my wife and the kids will not wa- watch the. Was it the Flying Monkey episode and? What, a Wizard of Oz with the monkeys? Yeah, flying out. They're creepy. It was creepy. And they they get up and leave the room. They're like, oh, we can't watch this. Oh, I can't. I just can't see that. I'm like, really? You know, it's crazy how there's certain certain things that kind of freak people out. Yep. Like the monkey scene freaks your wife out. Oh, yeah. She can't stand that. When, uh, and it's totally, it's nothing to do with the outdoors, but that's how we do the show. Yes. A lot of planning. When Dylan was growing up as a kid, E.T. freaked him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Macy. Macy. Uh-uh. She don't like Really? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. When his finger lit up. He's pointing his finger. Yeah. Yeah. When the neck. When when he went. I was like, calling an exorcist. What is that? Uh, Spinning around. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Not good. It's it's wild, though, right? I mean, how certain things. I mean, like Kirk, clowns. uh, Clowns is not as. <laughs> clowns, man, they don't bother me that much. Now they, you, you no, don't. I like don't them. want clowns at all. Kevin, Kevin's the one. Okay, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Kyle, he doesn't like him either. He he'll, like he'll shoot him in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> that clown hanging from that tree back in that swamp—that was just yeah, funny. T- 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 <laughs> that was me. wicked. 
I wish y'all had stopped that because I had forgotten about it. Still having nightmares? Yeah. Can't go in the woods anymore? I got the most badass flashlight after that. <laughs> 50,000 lumens. Dude, yeah, I was, I was looking at that stand. I'm telling you right now. I was like, Look like an alien if, spaceship if some, coming through the woods. Because I know that somebody was listening that, that hunts with me. That <laughs> Go put a clown up yeah, in the stand. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. you know? like yeah. just, yes, yes. just have one big red shoe dangling down. I mean, I mean down. come on, a gorilla showed up on trail camera. Yeah. You, you know? Who did yeah. that? Oh, Danny Warner. Page. Uh-huh. Funny. In a gorilla suit. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Craig, Craig had a meltdown. You got to be careful doing that in the woods now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In the middle of Georgia? Yeah. yeah. And this was this was midnight. Pow! Bubba would agree. like to put yeah. Sasquatch on the wall. That's yeah. right. Well, well, they were smart. I got him. They, 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 they drove the side-by-side down there yeah. and then got in the gorilla That's, suit. Yeah. You know, but I would and, not be like and, walking and a half a mile through and, the woods and, and, in a and gorilla in, suit. Walked in front of his trail camera. And the next night, we were all sitting there watching, because we had it on a big big screen TV. Uh-huh. That's how we looked at our pictures. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's, come on, it's 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 7 p.m., the Saturday night at the hunt camp. We all had a few, night, night. few drinks, right? You know? And he's <laughs> kind of sitting there. and, and, and <laughs> Didn't tell anybody? And, huh? No, no, no. And, Classic. And, and we, I went through him real quick, like, oh, doe picture, doe picture, don't know what that is. I, and I, I went past it real quick. Also, and he sat, he sat up in the chair. Hey, goes, wait, wait, whoa, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? And I'm like, I don't know. I went back, and it was. Danny in the gorilla suit, <laughs> and he 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 lost his mind. It's like that's like a you think when you won the lottery, you know, in the lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah. When you scrape it off, oh, I got I got ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, I, that's what that is. Oh, I remember we caught one of the beekeepers going in on one of our stands. Look, I guess he just went in there to look at the place and the right. food plot and the theater. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and so we got a game camera. We're going through it at yeah. the house. And I'm like, what the heck is and that? Was he in his beekeeper suit? In his beekeeper suit? Yeah, oh, makes you nice. talk about yeah. freaked out. Yeah. So you're thinking like government official and they're coming to find an yeah, alien. Yeah, Like, like yeah. nuclear like bomb or something. Uh-huh. Like, what the heck is that? <laughs> that ain't a deer. Back that up again. <laughs> you know what, though? Trail cameras, man. They're great. They catch. Oh, they're it's, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. They're awesome. You, yep, yep, yep. Right. They, have, they literally have uh, now uh, – Schulte was t- telling me about them. I'm, I've got some uh, you know, on order. These Arlo cameras now. I mean, and with that, with with internet now, if you have Wi-Fi and then you put this mesh system together, which a mesh system is you're just putting more antennas out there to expand the signal, right? And uh, and you know what? Before long, I guarantee you that there are going to be. Mesh uh, antenna signals that can reach probably a half a mile from a base station. Oh yeah, to give you internet. Yeah, right. I mean, it's probably yeah. going to happen well, I, at I, some I, point. I, my neighbor's got this system on his house, and it's a it's a camera. And when you walk up to his house, That's it alerts his phone. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah. Is that it's and crazy? So, and so these cameras nowadays, they don't they don't need a plug. They're battery. No. They're right. battery That's operated. Right. Battery powered. And they are motion activated. It turns on and it starts to send you a video yeah. on your phone instantaneously. Wow. In, in, in How the, cool in, would that be? And it's not expensive. In, in the first 15 minutes of this show, we have covered everything. Everything. <laughs> from blueberries. <laughs> from blueberry picking. To, <laughs> all right, well, let's get refocused. <laughs> we come back. We'll do a, a weather Gorillas. and tides. Gorillas. <laughs> <Yeah>. Flying monkeys. <laughs> And, and uh, Willie Wonka. Yeah, and all that other good stuff right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
All right, so I got a phone call, or actually a text, mm-hmm. yesterday. And uh, Brother James. Brother James. Yep. Brother James says, hey, man, uh, what kind of tires was it you got on your truck? I got you. Uh, he says, I got to get some. Old Bessie needs some tires. I said, all right. I said, so I did two things. Mm-hmm. That's I, funny. I sent them what I thought were the tires because I wasn't in the truck directly. And I said, I think they're the Yokohama um, ATXs or whatever they are. And I said, you know, but here's the deal. Call Danny, Call Danny. at Tire Outlet <laughs> and talk to him, and he'll get you hooked up. And he says, I'll call him on Monday. I said, no, dude, call him today. I said, because if you want tires next week, you want to make sure that they've got it, they're ready to go. Yep. Okay? And so, sure enough, he calls Danny, and Danny just, okay, got you, no problem. Tuesday, Brother James is getting <laughs> some new tires on it. his truck it's, at Tire Outlet. It's not what you know. It's That's who it. you know. I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, if you know the folks at Tire Outlet, yeah. you get taken care of because they have a tire for every one of your needs, whether it be, uh, for me, okay, uh, pull-behind spreader, um, uh, pull-behind cart, tires for that, ATV, golf carts, trailers, trucks, <laughs> boat trailers. Uh-huh. I mean. I know, I know. And, and, and don't forget, they do all kinds of other stuff, too. They, you know, oil changes, Captain Kurt. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Bring your own oil? No, don't worry about it. They'll bring it for you. <laughs> That's classic. You know? That's still one of the greatest Absolutely stories ever. Absolutely still one of the greatest stories ever. Which, uh, for those that are wondering what it is, Kirk, Kirk went to this place. Brand X. Yeah, to get an oil change. And, uh, and, and he's got like this. That, you know? and he's got this new GMC half-ton diesel. Okay, and... Brand new. Brand new. We should have have taken it to Nimnik. Brand new. But, of course, he takes it somewhere else. Living at the beach. And uh, trying to be convenient. And uh, the place that he takes it to, this quick oil change place, doesn't have the right oil. Well, first off, they drain the oil. Yeah, they drain the oil. So it's, it's, up, it's up on the rack. Yeah, it's up and, on the rack. And in today's world, you don't they don't let you get out of the truck anymore. Right. You just drive in, you sit in the truck, I'm reading a book, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> I hear this. Guy Junior goes, uh oh. <laughs> and Jimmy goes, What's wrong? And he oh, goes, that's well, the worst we got a problem thing to hear here. ever. And so they walk over and I got both windows down and they act like I can't hear him. Kirk's hey. in the truck now. On the I'm lift. sitting in the truck and they go, Hey man, we don't have this oil. And he goes, What do you mean you don't have this? We're like the lube kings. We don't we don't have it, man. I'm I'm, I'm finally leaning out the window. I said, Dudes, what are y'all talking about? Y'all don't have any oil? Oh, uh, we have well, never seen uh, one of these trucks. Uh, what kind of truck is this? <laughs> and I'm like, You're kidding me, right? No man, we let me call one of the other stores. And he's got the new, the new half ton Duramax diesel. Yeah, three point one, which is awesome. Okay, which is a great motor. Yeah. That's great. And they don't have the oil for. Ain't got no oil. How, you, how can you not? Thirty have minutes oil. goes by. They call every store in town. Nah, we ain't got no air either. Never heard of that kind of truck. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. <laughs> That's the best accent ever. <laughs> and so I finally go. I go. I got called Danny. Call yep. Danny up. No problem. Where you at? We'll deliver it to you. And the guy goes, you're kidding. And I go, no. I said, you're not charging me, are you? <laughs> no, man. We aren't charging for that, man. That ain't right. How about $10? I said, yeah, that sounds good oh, to me. Great story. That's, that's a classic. Yeah, great story. Great story. All right, uh, let's do a weather and a tides. Weather's brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Uh, uh, Dad flew in on Thursday. We had a little bit of time before he was going to have to roll up to do the, the uh, Jaguars happy hour with me. Ooh. So we rolled up to Kings Avenue at the Bearded Pig. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of bearded poutine and a sweet tea and saw Chad and all the folks there at the Bearded nice. Pig. It was a, a great stop. Best barbecue in Jacksonville. Two locations. 
One in San Marco, which is the Kings Avenue location. The other one out there at the beach right there on A1A. Five blocks from my house. Exactly. Uh, forecast, i uh, got a warm front pushing north of the area today, and then it's going to stall just north of the area. Another cold front will drift south and stall across the waters on Sunday before a stronger front overtakes it and shifts offshore Monday night. These frontal systems are going to bring what? Rain. Yeah. And, uh, you which, see the radar this morning? Yeah, the oh. one uh, up, up there towards the yeah, we I guess not need it. Mississippi is getting no, pretty good. No, our place is getting hammered. It uh, hadn't gotten rain there yet. Is it's, it already getting it's, there? Yeah, it's, wow, it's already it's almost gotten there. Yeah, it hadn't quite yeah, gotten yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what does that mean for us and our waters? Uh, today, south winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15, afternoon 3 to 4 feet. Tomorrow, southwest winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming east 10 knots in the afternoon, seas 2 to 3 feet. Chance of showers in the morning, slight chance of thunderstorm. Showers likely in the afternoon tomorrow. Monday, southwest winds 10 to 15, becoming west in the afternoon, seas 3 to 4 feet. Showers likely and a slight chance of thunderstorms on Monday. Tuesday, north winds 15 Ooh. to 20 knots, Ooh. 4 to 6 feet. And Wednesday, east winds 15 to 20 knots, seas 4 to 6 feet. Typical April. Yeah. yeah, the uh the one thing I will say the 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 water in the ocean is beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It oh is. Oh my gosh, beautiful. it's gorgeous. I went out a couple of days this week. Yeah, I went out uh clear? Wednesday. Huh? Clear? Clear, blue. blue. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Bait everywhere. Yeah. A lot of sardines and cigar minnows are showing Man, up. I, I'll tell you what, Jeff, they caught they caught kingfish on the beach. I believe this it. week. Um, I told you guys yeah, uh, yeah. was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. And, or earlier this week, I guess it was. and uh, Or no, it was last week. I said to you guys, I said, my gosh, I said, there's got to be yeah, the, the, there's bait everywhere. There's pelicans diving. The, there's the, porpoise I everywhere. I, I don't know about your end of the beach, but the Spanish mackerel are by the thousands. I mean, I, I haven't I seen figured it, that's what it was. I haven't seen a run like this in, in a long, long time. If you want to do something with the kids today, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know they're talking about a west wind today, right, Jeff? I mean, you could go out the end south, south winds. South, south, okay, south, yep. south winds um, today or tomorrow. Tomorrow is probably going to be prettier, as in the ocean. But if you just want to go troll some spoons, yeah, um, it, 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 go. I mean, literally go south of the inlet, St. Augustine, between there and the pier, all week. I mean, it, it's been. You got to bring all your guns too. Oh, you better. You yeah, better because there's Kobe. Every there. kind of rod you need in a boat I, I, right that's now. That's exactly right. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. It's you need to bring rods on. for Cobia, the big redfish. Kingfish. Kingfish. And, and the, the small rods. Cobia uh, whiting. Jacks. Yep. Giant jacks. Yep. I mean, giant jacks. Yep. There's, there, it's, it's, it's getting ready to get it's, jiggy with it. it it's, it is. That time it's, of year. It's wide open. And, and I've. Baits you know, we, We've always talked about this is. This is probably the best time of year to fish, mm-hmm. but the weather just sucks. Yeah. It's I mean, just, it's, it's, it's always it's, iffy. It's, yesterday it's, was awful. It's brutal. Awful. The day before that wasn't a whole lot of fun either. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. But today is one of those days, and I, you know, I had somebody call me last night, and they said, well, what do you think about going you know, way off tomorrow? Yeah. And I said, look. Yeah, man, I, I'm with you. It was four to sixes. I said, this is what we call a sucker day. Yeah, exactly. I said, I don't like it when it blows north and then goes northeast. 20 to 25 yesterday yeah. oh yeah for hours all day yeah. and i mean it was it was heinous afternoon it, yesterday i mean terrible. a lot of the guys wanted to cancel their trips yeah. and then you flip around and you're going to go 15 out of the south yeah. let me tell you what That's what do like we call it the ocean it is it's it's washing nervous machine. Yep. it's like a washing machine mm-hmm. it's bouncing all over the place and i i hate that yep i mean one of the guys I said he wanted to go to the elton bottom i said dude i don't know if i'd do that yeah i'm, I'm just I, telling you i, I to- totally agree you can't you know, doing 
my fishing report with Prosser yesterday, I was like, you know, Sunday looks like the better day, right? Because give give it a day to to, to get that residual swell out of there. Um, and, and, but it, you know, then you're gonna have to deal with afternoon thunderstorms and stuff like that. So it's just a it's just a weird time of year to fish because fishing is so good and everybody wants to go, and I get it. But then you know, you turn around yesterday. Um, and and I can't I can't even come close to getting to where I want to go, which yeah. is the inlet. It was wrong. I mean, and I can't. I just you just it's just if it Jeff it was if it was you and I and Kirk or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's we, one thing. You know it, that that's one thing. But you know taking clients out there is rough. That it, that it's rough. I mean, yeah. it's brutal. It was it was well, blowing out. I can tell you, I can tell you yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we actually were me and Dad and Tara were talking about and Taylor. Yeah. Maybe going down to the beach and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was howling. No, dude, it, it, it was a howling. Ter- terrible day for a while. Yeah, yeah. It, was I, blowing, I, it was gusting to twenty five. Yeah, I came yeah. in at two thirty. Like, no, we'll, and it we'll was pass. blowing we'll twenty wait. to twenty five. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait. Yeah, it, it just it just stinks, man, because we had such a great week of fishing, and and you know, and to and to really, I mean, honestly, you wake up in the morning on Friday morning, and you're fired up, man, because you've had such a great week, and you walk outside, and you're like, your, your hat falls, off yeah, your, and you're like, uh, crap. Uh, it happened quick and, too. And, 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 and we've always talked about this. The worst wind is a north wind. It, it's just, it, 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 there's just nowhere to get out of it. To hide. To hide, you yeah. know. I mean, you might find a couple places, but I mean, that's hard. Well, yeah, and, and not only that, but you have a high incoming tide. Right. You know, so. Full the, moon. Full moon. <laughs> yeah. full moon. Uh, all right, so that's what I was going to ask yeah. you because. Gosh. Uh, and you've got the moon phase app. Kirk's got an app for everything. Is it actually a full moon? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, the moon was full today. I, I didn't know if it was full or if it was almost full, or, but it was, I knew it was close. But uh, as uh, I was driving in this morning, the uh, the moon was setting yeah. to the west, and it was awesome. It was. Big moon. Awesome uh, view. And last night, the moon comes up, and or in the afternoon it came up. And then so last night, as, it was, as the sun was down and it was dark, it was, I mean, you could have walked any deer stand you wanted right. to. Oh, yeah. Last night mm-hmm. with the moonlight. Yeah, it was it was, it was so light. Yeah. So are, are we definitely a full moon? Yeah. All right. That's full. We're confirmed it's a, an officially a full moon. Full moon. All right, let's do a uh, tide support <clears throat> brought to you by Angie Subs. Um, I had to send Ed Malin a text yesterday. Uh, had a incident happen at Angie Subs. Oh, no. Yeah, Ran of, out of turkey. Of grave concern. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we're out of turkey, Mr. Logerman. We'll have to send somebody to the what we're in Dixie. <laughs> So uh, really apologize because we know you like it a lot. Good, good Friday, Taylor's out of school, and she wants to go Sorry, to Angie's. Yeah. I mean, that's how my mm-hmm. kids are being raised about food. Yes. So uh, of course she wants to take pop pop, you know, sure. to, to nice. Angie's too, and we're going to bring Tara back a you know gluten free wrap. She that's her thing from Angie. She pop pop, you'll love the turkey just like Dad. <laughs> so <laughs> so we got to get the French fries. We get the French fries. Come on, Kevin, pile on. <laughs> <laughs> we get the uh, we get the uh, French fries, and Dad gets a Peruvian. I get the Doctor Vangs. Taylor gets uh, this um, left my wife sub thingy. It's got chicken and turkey and uh, spicy ranch, which is her new favorite now. Ooh, what's has, it called? She has grown up away from the chicken fingers, man. Oh, nice. proud of yeah. her. Yeah, proud awesome. of her. Yeah. And it's called the Another left chapter. my wife. Yes, yes. I left my wife. God bless. That's it. what it is. I left my wife. Oh, God bless <laughs> so, it, Malin. So my eleven-year-old daughter is oh like, I'll take the I left my wife. <laughs> 
What's with that, man? What's wrong with Ed? Classic. What the what? what? Yeah, Ed's been that way since kindergarten, dude. So trust me. We we <laughs> sit we sit down man. and this is crazy. We sit down. Heads in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm telling. No, I got to show you guys this picture, and and I'm going to send it to all of us or to all of us so that Chris will post this thing. So we sit down, and I look in front of me, and I went, "The hell is that?" And I'm looking at this thing, and it's a it's a Blue jean shorts tower. Okay. Oh, what? Yeah. What is that? Okay. Okay. And, okay. and so what I'm, I'm going to send this to you guys right now. Uh-huh. In okay. the middle of the restaurant? Um, in, in the, the middle, middle of the restaurant? restaurant. What is that? Okay. And it's, it's, and here's the thing that's crazy Ed about it. probably thinks it's art. Why? Well, he thinks something. Probably He's something. got it in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, something in the pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so put your uh, change in the pockets. All right, I just sent it to you, Chris. You got to look at this too because it's just—it's a—it's a tower of jean shorts, and then it has electric plugs all the way around and all the way up. What? Okay. So I, I was like, uh, I send a picture to Ed. And I'm like, what the what? And he goes, it's a. Uh, uh, I, don't, what, I can't remember. He said something. And so I sent a picture to Dylan. I'm like, maybe I'm just not young enough to understand this. Right. Okay. So I send it to Dylan and he goes, dude, that's a jower. A jower. Yeah, jeans, <laughs> jorts, tower. Oh it's a jower. This is a thing. This is like really a thing. I, I guess. Uh, it's, Come just, on, uh, man. it's a thing in Ed's mind. That's, I, that's I, it. I, I it guess. looks like a total fire hazard. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're thinking big time. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like the old blade. What is this? Yeah. You know, Holy so. Holy uh, crap. So anyway. Oh, Ed. I mean, do you think he really paid for this? And I don't know, but in typical Angie sub, yeah. some things in there just make you go. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's art, but I know I like it. All right. Yeah. So so that that kind of had me a little bit confused. But, so, but here's the thing. If you want to sell something to Ed, it's got to be weird like that. Totally weird. You know, yeah. Yeah. It can't be like a painting. You know, I'm not buying that. It's a damn painting. Oh, so I, I know. I know I'm, oh, yeah. I'm yeah, going to end like this, I'm gonna end this <laughs> like story, Chris. I know we're, we're overdue yes. for a break. So, so of course I'm, we are. I guess in the state of confusion that I am in. With this jean shorts electrical tower, uh-huh. I guess I'm distracted by it. I stand up, and I'm six five and a half ish. Mm-hmm. You know, I I used to be six. six. There's a low hanging decorative item. I knew was coming sooner or later. There's a low hanging <laughs> decorative item in Angie Subs that whacks me in the head. Okay, right. because of my distraction of this the jean jower. shorts tower, right. the jower. Uh, and t- I was concussed. Oh, no. Oh, you were concussed. Wow. Oh, you might be able to get a free turkey sub out of that. Yeah, nice. so I, Is that a bump on the Scott side? Scott Parker of said thing? I could get a lifetime of free turkey yeah, subs. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. <laughs> so I immediately, your, your eyes are a little glassy. I immediately morning. text Ed uh-huh. and say, We have a problem. I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going down, uh, man. Bump my head. I'm concussed. I need to talk to an attorney. <laughs> I'm calling Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> he sent me the link. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me the link. <laughs> so exactly what you just said. <laughs> Call him. Uh, oh, and, man. And, and what exactly uh, were the tides? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> goodness. Somewhere. It's coming in and going out. Oh, Lordy. Uh, look at it yourself, bad government. <laughs> Anyway, so that's my AG sub story. And by the way, best sub shop that there is. But seriously, 
You got to go check out the Jower. Uh, today's tide is at 9.05 a.m. at Mayport. It is a high tide. That's a 4.81. At 2.49 p.m. at your low tide, that's a negative 0.41. Uh, 9.31 p.m., once again, a high tide tonight. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, we come back, we'll talk more outdoors and not just Jowers. Yeah. Hey folks, if you're in the market for either a Cadillac or a pre-owned vehicle, only one place to go, Claude Nolan Cadillac. Go down there and do what I've done numerous times. If you go in there and say, hey, I'm looking for this particular vehicle, this mileage at this price. Again, they might not have it on the lot at that time, but they'll find it for you at Claude Nolan Cadillac. And if you need anything worked on, I'm telling you right now, uh, their, their service department is second to none. I took my truck in there a couple weeks ago and it was it was awesome. And the, the cool thing is, is that I took it in there, Jeff, and they're like, hey, would you like for us to clean it for you? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. please. Yeah, so you get you, you get your vehicle back fixed and it's all clean. Yeah, so. It was really nasty. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't want to kind of like, hey. <laughs> they're like, um, you left five pounds of clay yeah. in, our, yeah, <laughs> in you, our clean garage. Are you in a pottery class? What do you want us to do with that? <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, Chris, can you post the jower? Oh. No, I don't want to. Yeah. Angie subs. Oh boy! I tell you what, crazy. I'm I'm so glad that you guys are texting last night because I was getting ready to get up at four o'clock this morning and drive down to the fish bites trading post. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure Harold is listening, and thank goodness that Harold listens to both shows, this show and the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Ugly because we we talked about you know going to fish bites next weekend, and 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 he he texted me yesterday. And uh, he's like, hey, um, this is on your website. And, and I was driving, so Carrie was looking at my text messages. And she's like, uh, you better call Lagerman. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a little lack of communication. Uh, a lack, a of lack of communication. How about a lack of understanding? I, 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 look, so, I, look, I, all I, know I was, forwarded the email from Aaron Johnson uh, to Jeff. Uh, so, so, hey, and by the way, Mr. Uh, Mr. Duffy. Right, if you made that's my a, best. Uh, right, right. I'm just saying uh, that if, if if he made banana cake, banana uh, bread to take to us today, yeah, right, because he always does yeah. live remotes. Yeah, uh, we're at the studio. Yeah, just so deliver it, it's here. Still, if, if if you made it last night, <laughs> hey, all yeah, I know, yeah. I was texting uh, yeah. in the boat about twelve yesterday, uh, and I go, Kate goes, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And I go, "I got to I got to go to St. Augustine." She goes, "Where?" And I go, "The the the, the, the trading post." She goes, "If you Google to see how far it is," and I go, "No." She goes, "You better do that." Hour and five minutes from my house. I'm like, uh, I'm like darn. I'm like, I gotta get about four. That's my that's, like, uh, uh, that's my mean, Beavis and Butthead yeah, imitation. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, Dad, go it. Hey, yes, it, 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 things happen. Yes, I. Uh, Kevin said, hey, uh, you know, while I'm turkey hunting uh, for the show this weekend, let everybody know that we're going to be down in St. Augustine. Well, I I heard next weekend. He said it was in two weekends, and so. My screw up because he sends the email, which does have the proper date, <laughs> and uh, and he probably said two weeks, and I heard a week. Bless and your heart. So yeah, so Bless. I was saying, yeah, come on down and join us next weekend. <laughs> you know, you you know what you ought to do? You ought to put that in the lawsuit uh, again uh, for Ed. You ought yeah. to say, listen, it's making me forget things yeah. and read things yeah, wrong. Exactly. I can't hear. I exactly. feel like the president. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next weekend. Uh, we will be down yes. at uh, the uh, 
Have you guys been in there? Yeah, no, I have the not. Tra- no. It's awesome. It's no. a it, fish bites trading post. Yeah, it, it, it is, and it's um, but it's a full tackle store. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you guys will be impressed. The uh, the exciting thing besides being there and uh, hanging out in a cool looking place because mm-hmm. I, I was actually down there uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. So last weekend, just a quick story, um, we had tickets to go to a Concerts for a Cause event with Marshall Tucker, as you guys remember yeah. me talking about, Chris, who yeah. remembers that. That was you at Joe, Joe Tregelli's place, right? Exactly. And, and, I, and yeah. I had uh, somebody who fished with me this week and said it was amazing. It was, first of all, it's a cool venue. Yeah, that's what they said. The venue and, was. And Marshall Tucker. Yeah. It's Marshall Tucker. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so we actually had. It was my buddy Doug. Yeah. We, we had dinner. At the uh, the the St. Augustine Fish House, right next right door yeah, 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 yeah. to oh, the nice. Fish Bites mm-hmm. Trading Post. Yep, yep. I yep. bet that was good. I can tell you, next Saturday, we're all going there for lunch. Yeah, we're we're well, let's okay. just make a plan. I, I, yeah. Okay, okay, the three of us, and then if the wives want to come or whatever, we'll we'll go over there and have some food because the food is excellent. Yep, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, and I got to say, I had one of the most unique dishes there, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to share this. Because our Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week this week has to do with Easter. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do we always have for Easter? Ham. Come on, Kirk. Yeah. No, some people have turkey. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. There you, eggs. Go. There you yeah. go. Because you got eggs. Thanks, Dad. I, I, right? We need somebody with a clear head in here. So I, three of us Chocolate. On so, chocolate <laughs> had, <laughs> peeps. had one peeps. of the most, they have oh, one of the I, most uh, unique deviled eggs I've ever had. Mm, mm. I love deviled eggs. Yeah, well, favor, you're going to love this love because it's a deviled eggs. egg okay. with bacon oh. and a fried oyster on top. I don't know about that. No, you just I'm lost. just telling you, brother. I was, I was in with the bacon, yeah. but man, you just... I'm just telling you. Nah, you just pooped right on it. I'm but, just telling you. Is it a smoked oyster? It's a fried oyster, man. Oh, a fried oyster. Yeah, Well, that changes it. And, I, and I'm not a boogery, yeah, you know, yeah. raw oyster. Man. Booger. You know what? <laughs> raw oysters I, I, are boogery. I, I'm in. A fried uh, oyster yeah, on top of a devil egg all day listen, long. Yeah. I'd have to be a couple belts in before I even tried that. That just sounds nah, disgusting to me. I could, I could do it. I'm yeah. just saying it was, yeah. it was outstanding. And I, and I want to say this about the uh, – I'm, I'm down with the belts too. The, the, <laughs> the, uh, the Marshall Tucker Band. We went with uh, Annie and Greg Tuttle. and uh, They were good. Ancient City Brewing Company, by the way. If you guys are ever around St. Augustine, that's Greg and Annie's pl- uh, place. Yep. So that's their brewery. And it's just awesome beer. Mm. And uh, they got the bar in St. Augustine. And then, of course, the place they make the beer. <clears throat> and and they had a pod. And so we had this pod. Bring the long chair, lawn chairs. You know, you got your, your drinks cooler. You got yeah. your, your food cooler. And you know what? That's that's the way that I remember when I was in college, we used to go to concerts at this oh, place yeah. called Shala Acres, which was in the middle of a, corn, a cow field. And they'd clear the cows out, put a stage up, and they'd bring in – Rock bands, and you'd have mm-hmm. a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is the way concerts ought to be. Sit on the lawn with a cooler of your it, beverage. It love it. And then when it starts raining, it sucks. Yes. <laughs> but it, the weather was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Quagmire. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Molly Hatchet did a great job. The, uh, the main wow. singer, which is the only guy left in the original band, <sighs> he doesn't quite have it anymore. Can't belt him out That's anymore. Molly, right? Huh? In that... In that- and then his name Molly, right? No. Oh, no. no. If, if you look it up, you'll see. If you just search uh, Marshall right. Tucker, the lead singer is the only one left of the original group. And you said Molly Hatchet. 
I mean, yeah, Marshall Tucker. A, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I was confused. <laughs> yeah. Molly Hatchett was the one I saw at Charlotte Acres. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Marshall Tucker <laughs> that was bump the one on the head. There's that Angie's thing. That's that that bump on the head. That gum Angie's. That gum it. So, uh, so the singer doesn't quite have it anymore. Let's see, sixteen twenty. Yeah, <laughs> Marshall Tucker. Molly I've Bob. been getting. I'm just confused. <laughs> You're gonna need to call that lawyer who wears the cowboy hat and does the thing with his hands. I know. The Ask Tony guy. You no, have to call him he's now. a bad Doc Ed, Tony. Ed, Maybe you Ed, need an adjustment from Doc Tony. You better roll your up, dude. <laughs> Jeff's in bad yeah. shape. Ed, you better get with it, buddy. It's coming. The rain's about. To come. <laughs> oh, good lord. So, anyway, the concert was way cool. Are you and, sure? Yes. And it was Marshall Tucker. <laughs> and they had like, the nice thing is, I was confused when he went to Molly Hatchet. I, thought yeah, maybe, no. I was thinking Molly Hatchet opened up for it. Marshall Tucker. Oh, you know, here, here's the thing okay, the greatest Southern rock bands ever. Oh, yeah. Man, right? oh. Skinner, yes, Molly yep. Hatchet, yep. Outlaws, Almond Brothers, The Outlaws, yep. 38 Marshall special, Tucker, 38 Special. 38 special. Mm, you're right. I mean, those are the greatest yeah. ever. Good old right? Southern bands. And so I was I was fired up to see Marshall Tucker, but I but sorry for the confusion on the Molly Hatchet. But during the the, the concert, all of kinds of different people sang in the band, mm-hmm. and it was cool. And the uh, the the main lead singer, who is the only left original member of the band, was talking about how he shouldn't be on stage with the lights because he just had cataract surgery and. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh wow. But um, but uh, at the very end, the signature song. If you if you would say that there's one signature song by Marshall Tucker, what would you pick? Can't you see? Absolutely. Can't, can't see. That's yeah. the song. Yeah. Well, they start that song at the end. This is kind of their little. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Where they leave the stage and they come back. Encore. Encore. The so encore. it's the encore yeah, song. Yes. Everybody started lighting matches. No. No. So. <laughs> He, this, the guy comes back out on the stage, and here comes, he brings with him this guy who looks like a biker guy. He's got leather vest on, and he walks up on stage with Kane, and we're like, what, what, what's going on? Molly Hatchet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you, you know, look, throughout the, the night, you could tell that the singer didn't quite have his stuff. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Doug Gray is his name, by the way. Thank you. Well, he hands the phone, the microphone to this biker guy, and you know everybody could kind of tell that you know the, mm-hmm. I didn't quite have his stuff, which was fine. It's still it's yeah. it's it's Marshall Tucker, man. Yeah. And he hands the microphone to this guy, and we're like, "What's going on?" And this guy starts belting out that oh, wow. song like you ain't ever heard. Oh wow! I'm talking killing it. People leave their pods and rush to the stage. And are like, "Yeah." <laughs> That was awesome. I mean, he did one of the most incredible jobs I've seen. I have no idea. Oh, oh, okay. He said his name. Thank you so much to so-and-so after wow. after he was kind of done. And everybody's kind of like, can you bring him back? Yeah. A little bit. I mean, it was, but it was a cool concert, concerts yeah. for a cause. And, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a great experience. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, cool thing last yep. weekend. We're way overdue for a yeah. break. Yeah, we are. And this is a hunting fishing show. So, I'll keep listening. Uh, Nine four six four one ten ten. Is this? It's only an hour. The, we're into a first hour. I thought this was Jaguars this week. I'm concussed. <laughs> I'm concussed. <laughs> Morgan and Morgan. And I did yeah. hit the head at AGs yeah. anyway. 904-641-1010. Yeah, that Lawrence guy's pretty good. Don't yeah. Get out of clips of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, uh, next uh, next Saturday yes. we are going to be <laughs> live. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Next okay. Saturday we're going to be live on location down in St. Augustine. And when we're down in St. Augustine, and it's at the uh, the Fish Bites Trading Post. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, it's you know it's, it's a uh, bait and tackle shop, right? Yep. Uh, but they are having some seminars. Oh yeah. That are going on throughout the day. So uh, um, I'm trying to pull up. The, I know. I, I think Chip's doing one. Mm-hmm. Got Chip Wingo. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. I think tell, uh, Scott Shank's doing one. On in the meantime, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Captain Leon Dana this morning. <laughs> yeah, he's only been hanging on for 45 minutes. Yeah. Leon. Probably sleep. Oh, he's asleep. <laughs> no, he 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 just texted me and said he had to go. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, there he, Hello? And he's beeping. Oh, it, not not good. He I, so he's showing me pictures of ambulances and stuff at the Palm Valley ramp. So the guy just dropped at the ramp. So Uh-oh. oh dear. Yeah. So Goodness. We'll, we'll get it. Right, we'll talk to him. But here here's what uh, what's going on at the trading post. At uh, it's the spring fling and tent sale, and it's from 10 a.m. until until 6 p.m. And of course, uh, we'll be there at seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they going to be open at seven or not? I'm sure that if okay. somebody wants to come see us, why not? Okay. Uh, tent sale, they've got uh, all kinds of different gear. Uh, Dial pen, Shimano, Redbone, Captain's Choice Tackle. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's some good stuff. Fish Bites, of course. Rapala, Hedden, Gotcha, Savage, Frog Togs, Bass Assassin. Kirk, do you still have some Redbone rods? No. I do. And those were some of the best rods. They were, they were awesome. Yeah, they were they, good they, rods. They, they, I, I didn't know they still made them. They got... Uh, Food trucks, live music from noon until 5 p.m., and then they have uh, special guests Molly and, Hatchet. and seminars. <laughs> Molly Hatchet is not there. <laughs> Captain Sorry. Rick Murphy yeah. and Dave Farrell of Florida Insider Fishing Report. Oh, okay. And uh, there are a couple other seminars. They got one that's uh, which I think is going to be really interesting, which is the Fish, fish Bites Favorites and Rigging, so mm-hmm. show people how to – Rig fish bites in different ways that fish that's bites cool. can be rigged. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, fish bites, strips, and chunk tips and tricks. That's the 2 p.m. So the fish bites favorites and rigging is at 11, and then the strips and chunks tips at 2. Captain Rick Murphy at 5 p.m. and uh, others as well that you're yeah. talking about. So yeah. that's cool. Local guys too. So, yeah. And again, like I said, the you know the, they're, they're going to have food trucks there. So come on down. Yeah, should be fun. Very interesting. Looking should be, looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. So. Uh, you you uh, turkey hunted this I week? Did, did I, you finally get them? I, I did. So let, let me just give you a, a, a quick rendition of four days of turkey hunting, which was which was fantastic. Saturday, I, I called you guys. You know, at, at eight thirty, it was done. Wind was blowing. It was cold. It was be- it was a beautiful day. And yeah, then, and then it was it, really pretty day. And, and, and then and then it turned out just to be ugly. I mean, it, that day literally just reminded me of a December northwest overcast. And it was it was a great day to watch the Masters. So I did that all day. But so Sunday morning, um, I get up and 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 the cool thing is, is this bird that I've been hunting kind of changed positions, and I had I had a great hunt. I did not kill him, but I, Jeff, you and I have talked about this for years. G- give me two or three days to pattern him, it, because it, it, a lot of times turkey hunting is not about you calling him. It's going to where he wants to go, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then if you do that, then a lot of times if you get in front of them, then you can call them to you, but you can't go in behind them and try to call them back to where they were. Mm-hmm. The turkeys have, have they, they, they know where they're going to go. Anyway, so the third day, he, he's on my property, deep into my property, but he's going to the power line. He's done it for two days. 
So I get up way early, I go to the power lines, I set up, and sure enough, he's same same place he's been for two days, and I am where he wants to go. And I, I mean, I'm just like You're this, golden. This, I'm, I'm good. I don't even. So it gets. He starts. He's gobbling. He's gobbling, and so, um, I just quietly, you know, a little tree call, and you know, yep, yep, and he just cuts me off, and I'm like, that's it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing anything else, you know. And it's it's right at seven o'clock, mm-hmm. and dude, all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? Well, obviously, there were some wild dogs. Oh boy. Somewhere on the property oh, between no. me and the turkey, oh. and they jumped a deer. Oh boy. And, and they had to run right underneath him. And, and you know, it's dead quiet. Mm-hmm. And all you hear is, yeah, yeah, two dogs. Oh. You know, deer crashing through. Mm-hmm. They go across the power lines just, and I'm like, oh, that's just great. You know, it's done. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, yeah. so so I had all kinds of things going through. Maybe maybe they just scattered them and they're all going to mm-hmm. come back. To, you know, I'm trying to keep yeah, my – you're thinking positive. I'm thinking positive. Maybe yeah. he just stayed in the tree, let, let everything – You know, Sometimes just, we'll do that. Right. I said, so I just let everything calm down. So about six minutes goes by and I don't hear anything. 7.15, honest to goodness, I look at my phone, 7.15, at about 60 yards, a pack of coyotes goes Are howling? Howling. Oh and I'm like, gosh. and I'm sitting there and I'm going, you have got to be kidding me. Well, then all of a sudden I noticed that this pack of coyotes, the cadence is the same for 15 minutes. Somebody's got a predator call. No. Yeah. No way. Yeah, on the power line. Oh, no. <laughs> what are they doing that for? I, I guess they're trying they to call turkey a coyote. Hunters. They ain't turkey hunters. Oh, so, bummer. So, and, and, and here's the thing. You guys have predator hunted, okay? When you predator hunt... You hit the call and you kind of let everything settle down. Yeah, you don't just let it go and go and go and go. 40 minutes. No. 40 minutes. (laughs) Never shut it off. Hunt was done. Dude, I, 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 and, did you yeah, just I, lay down and look at the sky? I did. I was like, I'd I, be I, bummed. I, you know, I, I said, well, I guess I'd go to the other side of the property, which I, I, I did. But I walked, which is about a mile and a half, walked all the way back to the double wide. When I got back to the double wide, it, I could still hear it on the power line. I'm like, you got, so anyway, those turkeys. Goodbye. Yeah, next county. I mean, so went the next morning, and they were the opposite end. Half of a mile the, away. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Yeah. So you didn't get them. I, no, I, I did not get them. Right, well, I got a good turkey story when we come back. But uh, okay. before we take a break, let's take Charlie. He's got a Southern Rock story for oh. us. Morning, Charlie. Good morning. Morning. Um, y'all were talking about Southern Rock, and um, uh, Marshall Tucker is one of my favorite uh, Southern Rock bands. But this is, uh, this is something that happened to me in college. It was my senior year at Valdosta State, and I was uh, on this board called the College Union Board. And what that was, was back then, if you took one course or a full load of courses, you paid a $25 activity fee, student activity fee. And that paid for bands and concerts and speakers and things like that. Mm -hmm. And everybody paid it. And the money goes into a pool. And there were uh, eight students on this board and a faculty member that was in charge of the student union and, you know, ran that whole show and everything. And we'd vote on things. And mm-hmm. the uh, the tiebreaker would be uh, Ken Farrell, who was the uh, director of the college uh, 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 union board and the uh, student union. And we had two bands 
on campus that were unbelievable. One was the the Bill Pound Band, and the other one was the Jets. And uh, the leader of the Jets was Mickey Thomas. And we, uh, I went to four years of college uh, with, with Mickey and uh, Bill Pound, and, and he had the other band. And um, <clears throat> went to uh, through high school with Bud Thomas, Mickey Thomas's cousin. Okay. Bud, Bud played bass. Mickey played the lead guitar and sang. And Mickey, I believe, from Waycross, he did that. He he later joined um, the Elvin Bishop Band and did that song "Fooled Around and Fell in Love." Yeah, you. I mean, you're talking about Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Starship. Is Correct. that the same guy? Jane, same guy. Okay. Same I, guy. I was getting a little yeah. lost here, Chris. I'm yeah. glad you yeah, kind of bailed us out. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I was on this college union board, and we would decide, you know, who was going to come for homecoming or whatever. Right. And it was my senior year. I'm walking across campus, and um, uh, Bill Pound comes up to me, the leader of the other band. And says, Charlie, it says, when's the next college union board meeting? I said, it's tomorrow. It's, you know, because we meet every two weeks. And um, he said, look, he said, I've got some friends that I grew up with. And they've tried to get me to quit school, you know. And I, I play with them, you know, during the holidays or maybe in the summer. and all." He said, but I just wanted to, you know, finish college here. And uh he said uh, they're real good friends of mine, and they've they've cut their first album. Mm-hmm. They've been out to California and cut their first album, and um, they hadn't been paid yet. It, he says I'm telling you, it's going to be number one. And he says, as a favor to me, they will come down here and put on a concert like you've never seen. But they're short on money, and they need a hundred and fifty dollars traveling money. Uh huh. So who was it? Yeah, who who, who well, was it? Well, well, I well, can't anyway. take the suspense, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll tell you. Anyway, so hey, we have the meeting, and there were eight of us on the college union board. There were there were uh, let's see, Is six your senior Greeks. year. <laughs> My senior year, yeah, six Greeks. Okay, three guys and three girls, and there were two other of us uh, that were G- GDIs. Okay, and uh, it was me, and I was yeah, pretty straight. Sort of Come on, Charlie. We got to take a break. All right. You're going to love it. Okay. And the other guy was like a hippie guy, really good guy. So I presented it and, and we uh, we voted for it and we got voted down six to two. Okay. Not going to pay $150. Well, Bill Pound was from Macon and his friend, the album that his friends had just cut was Eat a Peach. Eat a Peach? Eat a Peach by the Allman Brothers. Oh, you guys screwed up. Yeah, $150. We could have had the Allman Brothers. We could have had them like before anybody knew who they were. Before anybody knew. Before anybody knew. And you know, and so my my junior year. Oh, oh no, 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 we got to take yeah. a break. <laughs> Listen, the show's over at 10. <laughs> I got you. I'm sorry. I'm awesome sorry. story, you, buddy. Awesome story. Yeah, All right, thank you, Charlie. <laughs>
You're welcome. Nine zero four six four one ten ten, and uh, that's. <laughs> I was, that was awesome. That was a great story. I was, I was going to imagine? five o'clock I, 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 I do know this. I all, was a senior year in college. All, all 17 parts of it. <laughs> That's awesome. 904-641-1010. If you'd like to join us here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to uh, – Mike Barker sent us a message on Facebook. and uh, good. That was funny, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, yeah. Uh, this week's uh, LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week, <clears throat> and, uh, and we're working to get it up on social media. The uh, – there's a couple uh, spots that we have where we live at now to where you're trying to walk up steps and at the door to where we don't have light. Yep. Okay, there's no wired light. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want to have something that's permanent a lot of times in some places because it just wastes electricity, And number one. But number two, you can't get light there or you don't want the bugs to attract the bugs. So sometimes you want light, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. So. There's a there's a solution to this, and I found it's called Mr. Beams. Okay, Mr. Beams makes these battery powered, motion activated spotlights, and they're awesome. They run on simply three D sized batteries. Okay, I have two of them. You do? You know got, what I'm talking about? I got one on the garbage can, and one on the boat. And I walk outside, and as soon as you walk in front of them, boom, awesome. they come on. They're yeah, great. I, here's here's my thought. Um, if if I have a hog problem, and they're only coming in at nighttime, mm-hmm. could could you put it on like on a, a around your feeder, Jeff? Yes. You know what I'm saying. The thing is, the thing is, everything that goes under it though will turn it on. So I mean, if a bat flies under it, or right. or any other animal, yeah. raccoon or possum or yeah. armadillo, but, but yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Okay. And and there there's a couple different. A couple different long, level, levels sorry, that you power. How long does it stay on? At like eight seconds. Okay. You, t- you set the timer. Oh, you set the timer? No, the ones, ones that I have, you're, they're like eight seconds. Okay. And as soon as that motion stops at eight seconds, it turns off. Okay. Yeah. So, and they, and they last a long time yeah. because they're not staying on. Right. And they're also the LED lights, which don't burn a lot of battery power. That's cool. And uh, I got two of them and I had a, one that I was, re- I had two that I was replacing. One of them had died. One of them was still good, so I put these two new ones out, uh, you know, at our place, and then I had an extra one. Well, up in Georgia, Kirk, just like what Kirk is talking about, a place that you may frequent at night, trash cans, mm-hmm. okay, uh, going to your car, yep. or some place that you're using in the dark that you don't have the ability to plug in a light. How does it attach? Three screws. Three okay, screws. okay, okay. Bolts it to the wall. Okay, I got three you. screws. Screw right in there. Or a tree, and whatever or wall. Right. A tree. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, the side of the house. Gotcha. Uh, a, a fence post. I love it. That's awesome. And so up in Georgia, I used the one that was that was the older one, but was still working. I used that one to put where you walk out in the morning to go to the golf carts to go hunting. And so you walk out, you hop in the golf cart. Well. You don't want to turn the light on. You know, you don't yeah, need those light. are those are really cool. They're looking. awesome. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they are good. That's 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 amazing. Ain't that expensive? They're, they're really not. There's one that's like a 400 lumens, 
right? That you can buy them. I think, and, and they're, they're in these things, the higher end ones are, in, uh, are waterproof, yep. you know, or water resistant. Same and thing I can I tell got. you, the ones that we've had at the beach, okay, this Ooh. is, you know, how that saltwater environment oh, is, yes, bro. I do. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, the ones that uh, that we have at the beach have been up for well over a year. Yeah, well mine, over a year. I've had mine for years. So they work. That's that's awesome. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, you can get them on Amazon, and I think the ones that are like two hundred lumens that have the one uh, LED light, mm-hmm. it's uh, they're only like twenty twenty something dollars. Uh, the the ones that are a little bit better, the four hundred lumens that have two LEDs, I think they're around forty dollars a piece. But uh, yeah, you can buy sets of them for much cheaper. The more right. you buy, you like yeah, if you I, buy set of three I mean, or four I or whatever. I promise you, uh, that'll be. A purchase soon. Oh, these are awesome. Yeah. Mr. Beams, okay, battery-powered, motion-activated spotlights that you can locate anywhere. Uh, they're awesome. Yep. Check them out, and uh, and I think you'll really like them. And that's uh, this week's LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hire supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast so that your job site and business can keep running without interruption and also help your bottom line. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines, and uh, Chris Chris has a Southern Rock story. Morning, Chris. Hi, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Um, well, <laughs> there was this one time back when I was about, well, I was earlier. I was in high school, and then there was this other guy who I knew. He had brown hair. And then um, this one fella says to me, hey, Stop. can you help Stop, me Chris. go down? <laughs> But anyways, what I wanted to tell you is I caught a grouper and it had a, uh, it, 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 when we gutted it, it had a Marshall Tucker cassette tape and a 38 <laughs> special cassette tape in there. That might be one of the greatest calls ever, Chris. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, well, any, anyways, one of the guys I was fishing with, he had this lazy eye, and he <laughs> he would he would point he would point at things, but you could never figure out what he was pointing at because that eye kept looking to the left. <laughs> it's like bad episode of Monty Python. <laughs> oh. You know. Chris, but, you got me crying, teacher, man. His, well, I know he he had the lazy eye. We didn't tease him. We did call him Google, but, but um, uh, his sister his sister was a beautiful girl, but she's born with like one foot that was shorter than the other and had to wear one of them one of them uh, step shoes. Oh my! Was her name Eileen? No, well it was, but she ended up she wasn't a real. She wasn't a real pretty girl, and we ended up calling her Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eileen. Oh, Chris, you're killing me, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I'm, oh. so- I'm, sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Listening to that story, Floor, <laughs> I was laughing my butt off. Oh, it was great, I was though. like, oh, my God, is this going to ever stop? No, it was great, <laughs> it though. Was but I, I can tell you, once he, fi- once he finally got to the, to, the, to the punchline, I guess you could say, that's a cool story. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's a great story. But, yeah. my God, I didn't need to the, know how his the, teeth were fixed the, the, in the, the third grade. The master of buildup. Yeah. That's, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have been the same oh, unless I, you had all the buildup, man. That's right. I that's agree. Right. <laughs> now, what if, what, what if he had just said, what if he had just said, and then my sister dated one of the guys <laughs> in Molly Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Right, so, Chris. so Chris, are you a Southern or Southern rock fan for real? I I was I'm third generation Jacksonville. Oh, you're so, so, you're so yes. Rock fan. <laughs> the yeah. answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so so I got to bring this up, okay? And since you are okay, you're a Southern rock fan, okay? And you think of Marshall Tucker, that cassette that uh, the grouper swallowed, okay? And can't you see <laughs> is arguably their most famous song. If you could hear one other song for Marshall Tucker, you guys, and this is for oh, everybody, Chris included, God. what would it be? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. Now I got to think about yeah, that. Me but too. what I'm thinking about is that you said, um, have you seen? Well, if it's in the grouper's belly, I think they're trying to get out. <laughs> I know. Okay, that was So the song that I really wanted to uh-huh. hear and you guys will probably remember is Fire on the Mountain. Fire on the Mountain. Yeah, of course. Lightning yep. in the sky. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And, and they didn't play and that. I'm like, gosh, Really? Donald, they didn't play that? No, they didn't play it. And there's there's another, there's an, Did they have that many hits? There's another one. Uh, oh. oh, I'm just I'm looking at the you know the old Google thing. Uh, I'll just read you ones on the top here. Can't you see? Heard it in a love song? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yes, love that. That, that was a really good song. Fire on the Mountain as three. Yep. Take the Highway. Take the Highway, yeah. Yep. Dave Piper. This old cowboy, rambling. Rambling. They did rambling. Okay. Uh, Everybody did rambling. Twenty-four hours at a time, searching for a rainbow, hillbilly band, desert skies, in my own way. But yeah, fire on the mountain is like. All right, we got to take a break. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Hey, just just real quick. Um, I know you guys like music. Check out um, Blue Mountain. They're no longer together, but I think you would really dig it. I right, will check you. it out. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Blue Chris. Mountain. All right, Blue Mountain. All right, thanks. See ya. Uh, 904-641-1010. Captain Chris is calling in. He said he thinks he's got a concussion. <laughs> no, I think it's Captain Chris. <laughs> oh, you, you think I might have a concussion, oh, so I'm oh, also Chris blaming is, Ed. Oh, he's got a you, – oh, you think oh. – okay. No, I, I think that this is our Captain Chris that we love so much. And he's got a story about a concussion, whether it's Chris or not. The oh. story is still about okay. a concussion. Okay. All right, well, uh, we'll do that and more right here after this on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And, uh, Jeff, I have a question for you. Okay. You and I both have gravely zero-turn mowers. Yes. From our good buddies at Coastal Equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know if they make a top for they that? They do. They uh, do? Yeah, there are tops that are made. Do you have they, one on yours? I don't. Okay. But you can get one, and, and it's uh, it attaches to that roll bar. Okay. Uh, on that. I, no, I mean, that's uh, just it, all the times, you know, especially we're getting ready to, you and I have, you know, well, you had two places to mow. I have two places to mow. Right. You know, so I spent a lot of time on that mower and out in the middle oh, yeah. of the sun. And I, stuff, I ended you know. up buying, I went to Hagen Coastal. Oh, Rockers. you got the big hat. I got that big straw hat. In yeah. fact, that's the one that uh, my, my dad was wearing. Okay. When you're welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show post. Taking blueberries. That's right. Yeah. I have one of them and that's my mower hat. Right. Right. I make right. sure to keep some off and then I wear the, the long sleeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Fishing shirt, you yep. know, the yep. performance fabric. Yes, absolutely. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute cool. must. Okay. I was, I was, I was just curious. And uh, uh, by the way, uh, they've got a ton of equipment. Not only do they have the Gravelys, they have all the Land Pride attachments for your tractors. Mm-hmm. They have the full line of Kubotas, steel equipment, hot seat pressure washers, and exactly the steel power equipment, mm-hmm. chainsaws, blowers, edgers, all available at Coastal Equipment. Two locations: one in Jacksonville, the other one out there in McClenny. 
Right, let's go to the phone lines, 904-641-1010, if you'd like to join. And let's go talk to uh, to Captain Chris. Morning, Chris. Well, I, I, wish, I wish my name was Chris. I guess I get, did a good job at describing my it. voice. I knew it. See, I said I think and I thought, but I wasn't sure. And see now, so I'll, I'll take it. Yo, I'm glad because you, you thought and you thunk, and, and guess what? It's just Papa G, man. That's all I am. And I'm sitting over here on San Jose Boulevard where they're building a new Scrubbles car wash. And this guy's got a chainsaw cutting into concrete. I don't know what's all, what that's all about. But anyway, really? let me tell you about the Yeah, he's got a chainsaw, and they've, they've just poured all the curbs and stuff for this new Scrubbles. And he's got a chainsaw going to town on this concrete. So I, I reckon it'll cut down a tree. But, uh, yeah, he's doing a good job. But anyway, anyway, let me tell you something, man. These two old women, <laughs> they, uh, they lived behind each other for years and years and years. I know, oh, you know, chain link fence back there. And they they meet every morning when they're hanging their laundry and say, uh, you know, Esther, how you doing? Uh, doing all right? Well, Esther didn't show up for a few days, and three or four days later, she come out. She goes, Esther, where you been, man? I've been missing you. I've been worried about you. She goes, Well, I li- I've been laid up in bed with that damn arthritis. And she goes, Oh, I know the arthritis brothers, and that Arthur, he's something else. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> oh Lord, that was quick. That was pretty quick. That was good. That was good. Top gun. Top gun. Top gun. You just showed up. Man, I'll tell you what. Hey, uh, speaking of Mandarin, uh, just real quick, uh, the uh, the Mandarin Hagen Ace Hardware Store, which has Hagen Coastal Outfitters, uh, they're right in the middle of a remodel because what they're doing is they're making more room for Hagen Coastal Outfitters because Hagen now has Hobie. Oh. Hobie Kayaks. Oh. That was in the works. That's so a big deal, official, man. Huh? Uh, yeah, wow. so uh, making making some room, okay, for Hobie in the kayak shop, okay, and they're going to have literally a a kayak shop inside the Hagen Coastal Outfitters at the Mandarin location. Uh, so they now are going to have Hobie Crescent Old Town, which is I'm a I'm an Old Town guy, okay, and boat, okay, and they still have for uh, don't forget lots of. Uh, Hey Dude Shoes, they got a new shipment of the Saks underwear, the local brands like Skinny Water, Culture, Flow Motion, Bio Sunglasses, Bull Bay Rods, and more. And Pop's got a new pair of shoes, man. Should oh, put them up on the table, the hey Dad. He got, uh-huh. he, he got the, uh, the uh, what, what are those brand names again? Olokai? Olokai, yeah. Olokai. He got the, he got yeah. the Olokai yeah. little tennis shoes, and so, man, Dad is hip. Yeah, he is hip. Okay. Uh, didn't have his size or the particular color that uh, Tara wanted to get him in the hey dude, so he's got the Olakai. He's never been hipper before. All right, so uh, I got a quick turkey story. Okay. But you haven't even heard this one. No, I have okay. not. So uh, Wednesday morning, I, I had my brother there, and, and he got a bird on Monday. Oh, good for him. Oh, congratulations. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so I gave him the honey hole. Nice. And so I kind of moved over into that area on Wednesday. Set up and been listening to some birds, kind of have an idea where they are. And uh, first light starts to crack, and there's one goblin, totally different direction, goblin's brains out. And then there's one where I thought he'd be. And I was expecting another one to be on my left, and he wasn't there. So I was like, ah, that's kind of weird. Well, then a coyote comes through, like you yep. were talking about. Uh-huh. Okay? And he's a black one. And I'd heard some the night before. And so, uh, so anyway, he's hunting. You know, he's just working through this newly planted clear cut. And watch him, and when the coyote came through, the one that was on my right shut up. So I was like, all right, well, just wait a little while. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll start again. Well, sure enough, wait a little while. The one on the right started up again. So as I'm sitting in my chair, okay, I'm in a baseball field, okay? I'm at home plate. Just picture this, okay? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm at home plate. 
Mm-hmm. The turkey on my right, okay, is in right field, okay? Mm-hmm. I was expecting a turkey in left field, mm-hmm. okay? Didn't happen. Never heard anyone over there in left field. So the one that's in right field lands, okay? Now he lands and he's at third base. I'm like, cool. I got a chance. Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden he's in the dugout. Okay, the visiting side dugout. Yep. I'm like, uh, yep. am I going to have to move? Right. Okay. Well, then next thing you know, he gobbles. He's in the stands behind me on my right. Gotcha. So what do you do? You spin around. Yeah. You if you to. can, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I real quick spin around, you know, get set up. It yep. takes a little bit. Yep. <clears throat> now I'm sitting down and now I'm, now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to shoot you out of the stands, you know, behind the plate. Right. Next thing I know, I hear a gobble and he's back over there at the home team dugout somewhere far off though. I'm like, right. all right, no big deal. Well, then he gobbles again and he was in the dugout. I'm like, uh. He's coming. So now I look over my right shoulder. Which is not good Okay, because you're right-handed. Yeah. And here comes one in full strut at uh-huh. 110, 120 yards away. And I'm like, uh. Do you have decoys out? No. No, okay. Don't move. So now I'm facing the stands behind home plate. He's over there, and he's approaching third base, mm-hmm. and I'm not facing the right way. And then the one that was behind home plate now gobbles, and he's back over at the first base dugout. You're on the wrong side <laughs> of the tree. Completely. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> yes. hating life. And so I'm like, uh, what do you do? Become a pretzel. Well, you, you either spin around yep. and try. Yep. And so I waited for the one that was in view. And was hoping the one that was out of view wouldn't see me. And I waited for the one, though, that was in view out in the clear cut, replanted clear cut, and got behind some bushes, immediately spun around. got, And I did it. And then didn't spook either one of them. Next thing I know, Kevin, I swear to you, at second base, these two turkeys came together, and it was a full-on fight. Really? Really? I mean, I'm talking, I ain't talking about just a little bit of, you right. know, bang, bang. This lasted for about two, three, four minutes. At wow. How far away? About 75, 80 yards. Right wow. in front of me. Did okay. you see wow. feathers flying? Dude, it was unbelievable. Right. I mean, I have never seen turkeys fight like that. Never. Wow. I mean, you, you see the little wing flap oh, and yeah, then the yeah, spurn yeah. a little bit. And these were two top dogs, okay, and they uh, neither one of them was backing off. Mm. Eventually, they kind of go – from at second base to where the second baseman is and a little bit out of sight. And then the one, and I can see him a little bit, and then the one that came from right field, he got his butt kicked. He leaves. Yeah. He takes off. Okay? The one that was in left field, he comes back out in the view, and I just real soft. He took one look up the road, didn't see a turkey, and said, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. And he left. Unbelievable. he He goes back. Yeah. He goes back. So I, the only thing that I can think of wow. is that the turkey from left field, okay, yeah. and the turkey from right field, okay, they have very distinct boundaries. And when the turkey from right field decided he was going to come over towards me at home plate, mm-hmm. that the one in left field said, no, 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 no. Right. That's my area. Mm. And he came over and kicked the snot out of the bird in right field, and then went back to his place, mm-hmm. to his girls, I'm guessing. Yeah. So now I'm sitting there, and I'm going, that Bummer. was so cool, but that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get a turkey. Yeah. yeah. That gets your blood pressure up. So I, I, I wait a little while. You know, I said, well, maybe the one in right field will start gobbling again. Never did. Mm. 
No, so, no, he's, he's he's done. Yeah, he's he's, done. he's licking his wounds, yeah. you know, going back to right. say, man, I, I stink, and maybe I can find a girlfriend later. So I leave after 45 minutes, and I go back to the main road, and when I hit the main road, I hear one gobble up on this hill. And I, so I was as I was walking, I was looking for a tree to set up against because it was right near my pond. And uh, so I said, all right, so I'll just set up somewhere right here. I start looking around for trees. I look up the hill, and there's one standing in the road 250 yards away. I'm like, uh. uh. <laughs> and so I just sit there and wait. And uh, and then I said, well, uh, try it. So I just ease down real slow, mm-hmm. set up against a tree, and just sit there and let everything calm down for a few minutes, hit the call. <laughs> Immediate answer. Wow, <laughs> two of them. I'm like, oh. Nice. Wow. These are not the birds that were right. I was dealing with. This is two different birds. Darn. And and I've played this game before. They don't like to come across that big opening. They want to see something. I said, I'm not calling again. Mm-hmm. So I just sat right there and got still. And oh, oh, they won't come down. Next thing you know, a putt behind me. Or it sounds like a putt. Might have been just a real sharp uh, cluck. Mm-hmm. And, dude, the two that were up there started going bananas. Bananas. Right. And then the one behind me was every time they gobble, he's like, put, put, put. And them up there, oh, here, here they come. Oh, on a Lord. string. I didn't have to do anything. Right. They walked right on the gun. I shot one of them. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. That's an awesome But hunt. to see that's the a, fight? Yeah, to see the and fight. And the coyotes? And the, oh, yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. That, that was a lot better than my story. I know. <laughs> I got one. But anyway, all right, let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk to David and you, 904-641-1010. And uh, don't forget, folks, that if you want to have a little getaway that's not that far away, Steen Hatchie River Club. How, how about that picture? Awesome. Uh, uh, Carol, that uh, – and Mike – Carol Hayes yes. and Mike Hayes were over there in Steen Hatchie, and she uh, caught a beautiful snook. Beautiful snook. Beautiful snook over there. And if you That's want to go over there and experience Steen Hatchie, okay, Steen Hatchie River Club, 352-498-3222, or you can go to the uh, homepage of OutdoorShow.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click on the Steen Hatchie River Club link. So, during the commercial break, we're texting back and forth with uh, Bob Matthews of C&H Marine Construction, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, C&H Marine Construction can your, turn your piece of waterfront heaven into an ab- absolute dream piece of heaven, which uh, they do docks, bulkheads, boat houses, boat lifts, and now let's add um, bridges. Well, uh, what do you call this? I, 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 uh, I don't know. I guess you would call it a maze of dock bridges through the woods, yeah. the wetlands. Okay, so... <clears throat> they built this bridge system for somebody through the woods. 3,000 feet. 3,000 wow. feet long that you can drive golf carts and tractors on. Yeah, because it's through the swamp. So they needed, a way, they needed awesome. a way to get to their food plus. They, awesome. Amazing. <laughs> it is. Wow. CNH Marine Construction, buddy. I can I can tell you this: if you can dream it, they can build it. Yes, absolutely. This is we're gonna have to post some of these pictures. Mm-hmm. Seriously, this is this is incredible. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Mm-hmm. David has got a comment about last week's cooking tip. Good morning, David. Good morning. So, Good morning. Last week, I was uh, heard you guys talking about the the roast thing with the uh, the ribs and the onions and the carrots and all. So I uh, just so happened the. Um, Publix has these standard rib roasts on sale, and I just take the, the bones off of those, and then I've got boneless steak, ribeyes at six ninety nine a pound versus the uh, 
the full retail price. Right. Anyway, I, I still can uh, put some, some sweet onions and some carrots and then cut some up some little red potatoes and put the ribs on that with a bunch of seasoning. That was really, really good. Captain there Kirk, you, go. you there got you a winner go. there, Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Hard to beat that. Kirk, you come up with some, oh, yeah. some stuff, yeah. though. Yeah, David, uh, I can tell you this. We are we, we are, are f- foodies. Uh-huh. And if we're gonna if we're gonna put it out there, mm-hmm. it's gonna, gonna be good. First. Well, we're gonna try it first. Yeah, we're uh, things that we put out we know are good. That's I can right. tell you that. Um, a couple weeks ago, we p- talked about the chuck roast, smoking a chuck roast. Yeah, and and I can tell you uh, that piece of meat that I had done for that cooking tip, which was one of the best pieces of meat I've ever had. That that piece of meat we got from uh, Klein's uh, meat meat shop over mm-hmm. there in San Marco. Mm-hmm. This past week, I went up to Georgia when I was turkey hunting, and I like to cook for the neighbors. Uh, Mr. Emmett Mrs. and Miss Jewel, they cook for me for so long, and you know, and they're they're in their nineties, yeah. you know. So yeah, try to cook them. You know, Miss Jewel's favorite is is St. Louis style ribs. Oh, that's cool. Really, or ribs. Yeah, yeah, she loves ribs. Oh, cool. So, you yeah. know, and but she she doesn't really cook them. Right. So I got three racks of St. Louis style ribs and did the old blues hog sweet and savory. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. And kept a, a rack and a half for me and and my brother, and then the other rack and a half took over to them hot, wrapped mm-hmm. in tin foil, just off the smoker, and said, "Here you go." And she's just very thankful. And then I did a couple chuck roasts too, and, and I can tell you the 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 piece of meat is everything. We did I did two chuck roasts. One of them wasn't that great, and the other one was the one that was. Had a lot more marbling. Yeah, that, ha- that helps a lot. It really does. And uh, if you don't know what marbling is, when you're trying to cook something, moisture is created a lot of times by the fat melting while you're cooking the meat. Correct, Kirk? Right. I mean, right. You're the culinary school expert. That's, that's exactly right. And uh, the Tenderizes one, it. Yeah, the one chuck roast that we had did not have a ton of marbling and it got a little bit dry. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one that had marbling was excellent. <laughs> more gravy. <laughs> exactly yeah and that's yeah, some yeah. of them that, that's yeah. how you solve it yeah, you, yeah. you put uh beef stock yeah you know you cook it in beef stock yeah. in a crock pot or something mm-hmm. but, that's right but yeah our, our kirby co cooking tips of the week i mean these are real so so um i, I, I want to get back to turkey up just real quick when when we all and, and by the way uh god rest his soul fred stokes passed away uh, a couple weeks ago yeah oh man yeah yeah and some some of the some of the greatest shows that we ever did or with that man, yeah, he, he, funny. He, he was funny, and he made beautiful calls. I still and, got some. I, st- I still get. He made one for Carrie, and he made one for me. I still his have box that box call. His box yep. call was second to none. Yep, the best box call. Yep. I've ever held in my hand. Yep, and to be honest with you guys, I don't carry it anymore. Yeah, and the reason why? I know why. I don't ever want to lose that sound. I, uh, it's yeah. uh, I'm the same way. I still have mine in the box. Mm-hmm. That, that he in the gave box me. that he yeah, gave yeah, it to me. because it it means so much to me. I Seriously. use I use like, Carrie Car- left hers in there too. In, yep. in my turkey yep. vest, I have my David Halloran mm-hmm. box call, which is a good call. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. No offense to David, it ain't as good as Fred Stokes no, Fred, box call. Fred, Fred Stokes call. I still work. use mine all the time. Do you? Yep. I carry yeah. it with me every time I, I, I go just, to the woods. If I could put it in bubble wrap. Or like keep it in a metal safe while I was turkey hunting, I probably would. Right. But I just I always want to know that that's what that's the sound that you're always trying to accomplish. I I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, he, like I said, um, he 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 was he was he was our mentor. Yeah, you know that's when we no f- doubt. first got started turkey hunting. You know, twenty years ago. I mean, he would come on a week before yeah. turkey season every Saturday. 
and it was an amazing show. And we, man, we drilled him with with questions. But in 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 your turkey career as it, as it's going on, Jeff, you know, I, I know that we all used to get up at four thirty in the morning and flashlight, go out and sit in the dark and wait, and you know, and I don't do that anymore. You know, I, I mean, it's not. I don't leave at oh dark thirty with a flashlight. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I they they don't fly down as long as you're not in sight of them. Correct. You know, you're, but if you are trying to get in tight, if you're trying to get in tight, you need to dark it, If you if you roost one and you know exactly where he is, that's the thing. You, you know, then, you know then, where then they're at. Then, 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 and, but I I've always felt like that that the flashlight's a terrible thing to use for turkey hunting. You know, turkeys hear things walk underneath them and around all the time. Them all the time. Yep. But a flashlight will freak them out. Yeah, I, but, I so, rarely so ever I do, turn that light I on. I do the, the, the gray, gray light of walking, you know, where, you know, it's 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 still way before fly down time. Mm-hmm. They, they, if, if they happen to see me, it, they really wouldn't understand what I am, mm-hmm. you know. But I, but that way I don't have to use a flashlight. But it, it, but I always go to a central location. I think like you do too. Yep. And 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 I don't I don't set all my stuff out. You know. I, I mean I, I I wait until I get some kind of a clarification of where the bird is. Yeah, what, I do maybe the same where, thing. Yeah, I'll yeah. stand there and lean against the tree and just listen. Yeah. And I'm trying to teach Brad Smith. We went up this week and hunted one morning. We hunted Wednesday morning too, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. And we get out of the truck, and I said, we're going to walk 200 yards over here by this hardwood strand, right. and we're just going to stand there. And he goes, just stand there? And I said, we're not going to do nothing. Right. And he goes, you know, what are you waiting for? And I said, I'm waiting I for know the where woods they are. to wake right. up. He said, just listen. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't gobble, then you, you have to have some idea where they might be. Right. And we did. And fortunately, we were, we were able to play the game for about two hours. Fun. And, and it was good. Yeah. But, you know, when you're teaching new people how to do it, a lot of times, less said is better. Yeah, and and I mean, there's there's some guys who were around us, newbies, and you know they're setting up ground blinds and stuff like that. And I mean, that's what's where they hunt. Or that's mm-hmm. it, you know. And it's like, no, look, it's. I mean, for for me personally, dude, I get in shape turkey hunting. I walk. Oh I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to get in front of him. I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll walk those roads with rubber boots on and my pack. I mean, you know, you're sweating and getting with it. You just got to have, you know, if you're going to do a lot of walking, you better make sure you don't have a lot of open woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have, and I don't have any I open, got woods. open woods right yeah. now. I mean, I can, I, I can literally walk within 60 yards of a turkey, and yeah. he's got no chance of, of, of seeing me. Especially what you said last week. The green up now. Mm-hmm. Is you yeah, know it's, it, it, it's, it's blown it's, up already. Yeah, absolutely, it is. So, but, but I, I, I was just curious. You know, I mean, I don't. I, I, I like right now. I'm walking out of the house at like six twenty. You know, and it'll be it'll be er, earlier this week. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going a little bit before that. Like uh, the one place that I set up where I got the experience with the two fighting, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where I was setting up, there was two pine trees on my left where I was expecting them to be one of them to be roosted at. Mm-hmm. They were in plain sight, right about a hundred and. 50, 100 yards away-ish. And so I got in there at dark, dark. Right. Because I knew that well, if, that's if they are in one of those two trees, yep, they can see. They're going to see me. Right. So, yeah, it's, everything's always based on what the terrain is, what it's going to be like. Yeah. and But, yeah, I'm with you. I don't uh, I don't go crazy early, but uh, but every now and again you got to. Yeah, yeah, you do. And and, and I'll tell you, man, for folks that, that haven't experienced – Spring mornings. I don't care whether you're turkey hunting or not. It it is it is an amazing time of year, man. I mean, it, I know fall mm-hmm. is cool, you know, 
I like listening to all the different bird Damn. species. Damn, I mean the springtime band. It's it is unreal. How many it's a, it's unreal. I it mean, is. It, it is just it is such a cool time of year to be sitting in the woods and just just listen. I mean, the other it, day when we got in there, were whippoorwills going? Yeah, off. exactly. And the, then the, the warbler yeah. doing that crazy monkey thing they do is awesome. The warbler started up, and then the cardinals, yeah. and the jays. When and the crows start up, and you haven't heard a turkey yet, uh, yeah. Oh, you, you got you got problems. Uh, yeah, there's Time something move. not working right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know we can take a break, but but real quick, this is funny. So I hunt the the power lines, right? And on the top of the poles, there's a piece of metal, and and I'm going to say that it's 12 inches long by mm. six inches wide. And I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm not a lineman. But the pileated woodpeckers will get up there and rap on this thing. On the metal? Yeah, dude. And and there and there will be like like one way down and one here. Mm-hmm. And you hear this one. Da, 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 da. I mean, it is so loud. And then you hear this one down there. Da, da, da. It's it's like they're sending Morse code. It is absolutely the funniest thing. Why? And I've sat there and watched them, dude. They're hammering this piece of metal. Huh. And, it, and it's like you know that that's got to hurt. It's like uh, that's that's a cool sound. One of the one of the worst sounds in the world is when a woodpecker decides that he's gonna peck on your gutter on yes. the side of the house. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, oh. he's call he's calling for a female. Yeah, I guess that's so. what he's doing. It's funny. It, yeah, 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 yeah. We did research on that because because we had one doing it on our house. And and no they find different things that resonate at different I'll, frequencies. I'll huh. be damned. To that, get, yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, one at the I'll, house a couple years ago. I and will it's take, just drive me crazy. I will yeah, take a video of up. this. I will take a video of this because it is so loud. It's unbelievable. And that's exactly what he's doing. I'll be dead. Come on, mama. <laughs> and the one down from him is trying to be louder than he is. I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, like back in the day, they didn't have metal. What do they do? Hardwood. They just yeah, find hard, stuff yeah. loud. Yeah. Find a yeah. hardwood I guess. spot and just go at it. I mean, gosh, you can hear funny. you can hear pillied woodpeckers peck on wood. Oh, oh I yeah, mean, you know, a long way away. Yeah, a long way away. But the metal? The metal dude is awesome. And they have a funny cry, too. Oh, that, they're great. They, 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 yeah, they, they will make they, a turkey take gobble. off and fly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, we come back. We'll talk to Scotty Brown. Scotty Brown. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome to Moe's Southwest Grill in St. Augustine. If you want a little bit of Southwest-style Mexican nachos. Was it the home wrecker? Mm. Yeah, the home wrecker yeah, yeah. bowl. Yeah, see, so so that that that's the, the home wrecker. What was that thing you said that Angie's had? The, 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 the left my wife left or my wife. something left like my that? Wife. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I sense a theme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On sandwiches. Yes, Moe's Southwest Grill. Right there, uh, basically across from Home Depot, if you're around there. All right, so, uh, let's go to the phone line. Scotty Brown is uh, is on the line. By the way, uh, uh, Scotty, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. So, a cool story going back to last week. <laughs> <laughs> so... When uh, Molly Hatchet was coming to concert, <laughs> right. okay, no, Marshall Tucker. B- before my accident. Yeah. Yeah, before my accident and Angie Subs. So I get a text from Scotty, and I think it was uh, last Friday. And Scotty uh, sends me a picture of this gigantic bass. Did you guys see the picture? No. Okay, so. Thanks, Scotty. He sends me this picture, and we're going to post it up on uh, on our Facebook page here. And I think we might have already done that. I don't know. You might have missed it, Kevin, because you were uh, turkey hunting. 
But Scotty sends me this picture, and let me pull it up, and it's a giant bass. I mean, I'm talking to an absolute monster. Holy. Okay? And, yeah. he, and he sends this picture of this giant bass, and he goes, today, 11 pounds at Tringali Barn. Oh, how about that? Same place Molly Hatchet played. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? So That's, uh, that's cool. So he, he sends me the, uh, the picture, and then he follows it up and says, hey, have you ever heard of this place? And he sends me a link to the Concerts for Cause. And, and I was like, God, what are the chances of that? Yeah, no kidding. And so I replied and said, Scott, I said, yeah, we're actually going there with Annie and Greg Tuttle tomorrow night for the Molly Hatchet slash Marshall yeah, Tucker, Tucker Band right. concert, okay? And uh, and he goes, oh, that's cool, you know? And, and uh, so anyway, we're at the concert, the lead singer – Marshall Tucker is up on the stage and when he was kind of talking through some of the things he's been dealing with with his cataract surgery and he actually went into his drug history Arthritis. a little bit and then he started talking about how he's enjoy he's been clean and sober since uh, I think it was 1989 and he, he enjoys the more simple things yeah. in life okay you yeah. know am I making my story a little long yeah okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay was this yeah. your junior year or senior year <laughs> it was my senior year <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he actually he goes i enjoy more simpler things in life he goes you should have seen the bass i seen the picture of yesterday oh no way he actually started talking and then he starts talking about this bass seriously about the bass that scotty yeah. i guess joe would send it to him i, I guess yeah so, so joe trinkelli yeah, yeah i yeah. guess uh or chris chris is the guy that does concert because uh, uh, okay. i think he bought he bought that place from uh tringali okay mm-hmm so he starts talking during the concert about this bass mm-hmm. that he, you know, saw or saw the picture of, and it's the bass that Scotty shocked. That's fantastic. Look at that, Kirk. Yeah. I mean, a stud. Scotty, what a did that porker. thing weigh? Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half pounds. All right, Scotty. Seriously, I have a question for you. Um, obviously, last year battled what we call coontail. Is it's a weed that's that's in my pond. And so this year I had, I had some come back and, and I sprayed it and killed it. No, no problem. Right. But I, it, it, even, even with that there, I have like a, um, oh gosh, I, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's just like green moss on, on, on the bottom of the pond. And it's like a, it's like a, a foot deep and, and it's, it, you know, it's not like a weed. It's just like, like, like moss. Yeah. Um, filamentous algae. It, uh, and and it is only in the shallow parts, right? Yeah, where, where it's getting yeah, where it's getting good sunlight. Right. Is is this a problem? Uh, yeah, it can be. So I would I would uh I would go ahead and I'll I'll send you some info on what to treat it with. But yeah, yeah, because the the stuff that that I treated the coontail with did not work on this. No, the the algae um it's gonna usually some type of a, a herbicide that has copper in it. Okay. And there's there's better things than others. Some are a little more harsher, but do probably a little better job. And then the other ones are more environmental friendly, but still do a good job. The fish don't seem to mind it. No, there's, there'll, there'll be little fish in it. In fact, um, we've documented when I did catfish research on the St. John's, catfish would actually eat the algae because they were eating like snails and things and little clams that are and uh, grass shrimp and things that are in there. So we would find bellies full of the algae. The the one thing that the one thing that it helps one thing that makes it easy is when a when a bass or a brim or a speck when they bed mm-hmm. and they they clear out all the the oh, algae yeah. 
it's <laughs> it's just a white spot. Oh, plain as day. Plain as day. Yeah. Now you know where where you know with, first of you if you ever looked out in the, in the pond, the water's beautiful. But you know you'd have to look for a white spot. You don't have to look for a white spot. Now. Right. I mean, it's just like you look out there and you're like, oh, there's one, there's one. All right. So Scotty, uh, I want to take you back to this shocking this eleven and eleven and a half pound bass. I mean, what what was your reaction when you see something like that? Because here's a guy that. You know, I guess they've hired you to do some aquatics management on this pond, and you're shocking 11-and-a-half-pounder. You go, uh. <laughs> yeah, the first thought is, oh, crap, because now we got to improve on that. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when we show up for the first day, we like to see, you know, a lake full of dinks or not many fish at all. But when you start shocking, uh, you know, trophy bass, you know, right off the bat, and he, he has two lakes, um, and, and it is Chris, it's Chris Chris who um, he owns it. Um, he's the one who hired us. And um, the one lake is pretty poor, and then the big lake is. I mean, it's got some nice bass in it, uh, but it, it it's going to need some help too. It's got some vegetation issues, and then we're going to help them with that, and then we're going to get some more forage in there so we can get some some more larger bass because we got um, quite a few small ones, but we did get that one eleven. I mean, that's just just what's the biggest bass you've ever seen in person and what's the biggest bass you've ever shocked up uh we shocked that 15 pounder from lake x down in uh, st cloud in oh. around 19 which lake x by the way for people that don't know lake x is this uh secret lake mm-hmm. that mercury has been renowned mercury motors has been renowned for doing all of their test motor work on this private lake yeah since since the since the 60s and then they left and now they're back and uh it's a it's actually uh, a piece of property down there in st cloud we've been working there almost 11 years it's it's um, like uh something you would expect to see in like a james bond movie right lake x (laughs) yeah they had uh they had a um we were working on it last year i think and they had a 400 on this little this little bass boat, oh. I, I know that thing was probably going over 100 miles. Oh, my gosh. That's just nuts, man. The, that's the lake insanity. Is three miles, the lake is three miles long, which is why it appealed to them years ago to use it as a testing site. And, I mean, in those three miles, I mean, it was like the blink of an eye, and he was at the other. <laughs> oh, my. Because <laughs> wow. I don't think the boat was more than 21 feet max. I mean, oh, it, 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 it may have been a little shorter than that, but I know he, they launched it. And we were actually out there electrofishing, and, and uh, yeah, when he punched it, it was like gone. I, I can tell you guys that last Saturday, when uh, because we, we got a we got a driver to drive us down the concert, we didn't want to drink and drive or right. anything like that, and That's and, smart. and uh, I honestly I wanted to bring a fishing rod. Down to the concert and get there a little early, and, and it would have been cool to see Chris's reaction. He probably would have came up there and said, uh, um, uh, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Dude, I heard there's a 11 pound bass yeah. in here. I'm here to catch that thing." I got pictures. <laughs> I got pictures, man. And we did we did get her right by the bar, uh, right by the dock there. She was only probably 20 yards from the dock. So wow, that's awesome. But we've seen. I mean, I've been I've been on the road five of the last seven weeks and. This spring, we have seen way more bigger bass, both at new and old clients' places, which is good when you see them at the older clients' places that you've been working for. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we've seen more big bass this year. I mean, I don't know how many eight, nines, 
tens and elevens we saw this spring. Unreal. It's been a ton. I, I know I've sent you guys a few pictures, but we've been. Yeah, it's been a, it's Facebook. it's been a good spring at the at the pond too. Yeah, I yep. mean every everything seems to be rocking and rolling. We went to uh, we were near uh, Macon, Georgia last week. We finished up Tuesday, and the gentleman who owned the property, uh, he's the founder and the owner of the Furminator Farm mm-hmm. Equipment. Yeah, it's like a planting device for uh-huh. ATVs, does tractors. That's all in one planting, and. Um, he had some lakes that were, we had one lake, I don't know, in 600 seconds, 700 seconds, we dipped like uh, 70-something bass. Wow. Did uh, did you hear any one turkey goblin had, while you were out there? No, we didn't uh, hear any goblin. Um, they had a big flood. We actually had to, that's why we had come down to, and done the place down where the concert was. We did it a few days early because they had lots of rain the week before, and we had to reschedule. Uh, the last two properties in Georgia, we had to reschedule because they had a big flood. It was over the road, and, um, washed out a couple of their culverts, and they had to repair those so we could get in on Tuesday. And, um, but they said the week before the rains had had happened, they had gotten I don't know four or five nice ones. Uh, uh, on that all right, buddy, we got we got to take a break. Send send me that info if you don't mind, okay? I will, buddy. And you guys have a good talking to you and have a great week. You too, Scotty. Yeah, you have too, a happy Scotty. Easter, buddy. Happy Easter, buddy. Thank yep. you. Happy Easter. See you. Yep, yep, yep. Don't go anywhere, folks. We got a ring power tip of the week coming up right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the ring power cat tip of the week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the most dependable fleet in the industry, one of the younger fleets in the industry, probably the youngest fleet in the industry, to be perfectly honest with you, which makes it the most dependable. Go to ringpower.com to see how they can help your business and your bottom line and your production. This week's tip comes from Captain Kirk. It's a good tip. Kirk. It is a great tip. It's a good tip. Hoagies, uh, for the most part, most of the time of the year you're catching them in 15... Yeah. Twenty feet of water, or something yeah. like that, yeah, up and, on the beach. Yeah, and most of your most of your cast net line has about enough line because as I know this from from shrimping, we'll have enough line for about 20, 21, 22. Yeah. Once right. you get past that, man, that ain't enough rope. It, it, it's not. And and one thing, po- pogies have a pattern for yeah. this time of year. Most of the time, Jeff, you don't find them up in the surf. They they they, they hang out in in, in deeper water. You yeah. know. And and so you know the, what you're talking about here. Sometimes you have to have an extended rope, you, you know, need which, to. Is, which is a, which is a great idea. Well, I always carry an extra twenty to twenty five shot foot shot of rope. Yeah, just for that reason mm-hmm. for the cast net because atypical this week when we came out of the inlet, the guys were like in forty to forty three feet of water. Right, and they go, I found the pogies, and I'm I'm like, okay, where are they at? And they go, well, they're twenty feet down on the bottom. Right. And if you throw your cast net, you can't always drop it. Sometimes you've got to flip it. You've got a little breeze blowing, whatever. Right. The boat's moving. So 20 feet, you're lucky if you get down 15 feet because mm-hmm. you're at an angle. Right. So that extra 20 to 25 foot, uh, you know, extra of rope that you tie and make sure you make a good square knot. I mean, I always tie a <laughs> knot at the end of the rope right. and then tie a square knot right. on top of it. Right. You know what, I, what I've always done is um, – and you guys probably have seen with my shrimp nets, the rope that comes with, because we love the high tider nets. Yeah. Okay, that's high tider. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. And that's what I've always used for shrimping, too. That I, first thing I do when I get it is I cut the rope off. Mm-hmm. 
and then I put the more round uh, rope mm-hmm. uh, on it. it like it's poly. a little bit thicker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because that that rope that comes with a lot of those nets is thin and it kind of is abrasive. It, it, it is it's hard on your hands. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and I'm a little sissified, so I like to have a little bit more comfortable rope. Those rounder ropes. So I put that on, and then I have a longer length put on there. Mm-hmm. So if if you do that, that may end up solving two issues. You can you could do that, but I I mean I always just use the rope that comes with it. I leave it on yeah, there. Yeah, because... because I, he's got I, hands of steel. You see his hands? I mean, the guy's got leather hands. Yeah, I, know. I don't. But, I mean, mine are tender. 80% of the time, you're not going to need it. Yeah. It's at 20% of the time, you know, so so I don't want all that rope all the time. Right. I don't either. Yeah. You know, so... so I take it and just attach it on there. And, yeah. And it was atypical, you know, yesterday and the day before. Yeah. Those those baits were 30 to 35 feet of water. Right. And you had to let it sink. And, and that was one of the, the cool things is we were able to get bait yesterday pretty quick. Yeah. And... And Jeff, you you brought up the high tider, okay? And I just want to reiterate this. Yeah, that's the best net. It, it's 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 a light net, and I hear people all the time. Oh, you got to throw a heavy net when you're in deep water. Look, nope. it's just the opposite. When you throw this high tider, it 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 stay it, it's light, and it, and as it goes down, it balloons. It does. It, it's almost like a parachute, and it, and it and it stays open. If you take those heavy nets and you throw them in 30 feet of water, by the time they're 10 feet down... Well, the, a 10-foot net with heavy lead line, when you throw a 10-foot net, okay, yep. it's not 10-foot anymore. It's about 3 feet. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. a 3-foot net right. because it's collapsing down. Yes. The high tider, it stays open because the lead line is not closing the, it, the, the hole, exactly. so to speak, or closing... Yeah. It's a so you know the guy yesterday when he threw it he goes why do you use this light net and I said it's a slow sinker I mean I know I know really we have slow. sold hundreds of those damn things oh yeah and and and, and I have convinced charter other charter captains look you're sitting there throwing this ten foot pogey net that that you can only throw three times yep and then after that you not you're not even getting it halfway open take this net you can throw it 10, 12, 15 times and and. You know, I, I like the nine footer. Right. You know, that's me too. I, that's the one that that, that 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 I love. But yeah, and then you extend this, you know, with with the rope. That's that's a great tip, Kurt. Yeah, I, I'll never forget. I was I was with you one day, and we were fishing in Crescent Beach, and we all ran down there, and the water was crystal clear. It was we had a thermal cline or whatever you want yeah. to call it, rollover. And up Guy Spear welling. was up down there. Yeah, he was Guy Spear was down there, and we were in front of the condos throwing the nets. And you had thrown and said, "Do you need any?" I said, "No, I'm gonna throw mine." I threw the net one time and got what I needed. And Guy's over there throwing that heavy net, and he goes, "What in the world are you guys throwing?" Yeah. And I said, "We're throwing high tiders." Yeah. And I gave him my net. I said, "Here, take this net. Just bring it to me when you come out." Yeah. Well, and, you know, uh, Scott Shank for years, he, yeah, he commercial fished. Mullet mm-hmm. on the beach mm-hmm. with those big nets, yep. and, he, and that's what he used for a pokey net. And I finally said, "Dude, what are you doing? You're killing yourself." Yeah. And he now he, a mullet net. You need something that's going to well, sink fast but, to but catch he, him. He was still using his mullet net to, to, to catch pokies, pokies and, right. and I finally gave uh, uh, convinced him to buy one of these. And he's like, "This is this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen." And way and, easier. Yep, and way easier. So anyway, there that's you go. your ring power cat. Well, multiple tips there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the original one was the rope, but then we got another high tider. Mm-hmm. But all good. All good. All right, so uh, are you going back after this uh, turkey? I am. Absolutely. I, the weather doesn't look very good. You it'll know? be raining for a couple of days. Yeah, it'll be raining, but um, that, if I could get my morning hunt in, um, that I, I, the, the funny thing was is that um, Tuesday, which was my last morning, you know, Monday I had the <laughs> – 
predator hunter and the dogs mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. nothing happened. But Tuesday morning, so I didn't know where he was going to be. And he was obviously on the opposite side of the property. And I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like walking all the way Because, you know, like we talked about last week, Jim, there's only so many accesses across the creek. So it, you can't walk to the bird. You can't walk a straight line. You've got to walk north to go south or however. And I was like, you know, I'm just not going to do it. I said, I'm going to go set up on the power line. And I did. And a beautiful morning. And he gobbled a half a mile away. And uh, it got to about 830 and he shut up. And I said, you know, I, I've got a spot that I can get halfway to him. I didn't want to give up yet, you know. And it's like 8.40, and um, I hit the call, nothing. And uh, Leon and all those guys were sending me pictures of fish they were catching. I was looking at my phone, and that dude gobbled at 50 yards in the swamp. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. here he comes. Oh, Lord. You know, and I'm like. This is the one you've been yes. hunting for a while. It, it, and, and this is it. This is over. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I, gun up on knee, safety, safety off, off. Safety off. And I had my diaphragm call. Yep. And, and and I just went, yep. Dude, he hammers and he's 40 yards. I'm like, I'm going. I'm thinking of all of the things that I'm going to say to this bird. Finally 13. got this bird. <laughs> Can't wait to tell the story. Yeah, exactly. I'm, all these things are going through my mind. You know, my heart's racing. I'm going, he is, this is, this is getting and, and quiet, quiet. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like. Any minute he's going to pop yep, out. Yep. Quiet quiet i'm going stop you know mm. and so i can't stand it i got I, I i gotta know where he is right and and i just barely hit the call and he gobbles he's 70 yards to my left oh. uh. and i'm like there's just no way and 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 then the next time he gobbles he's 100 yards behind me and, and he's and, and he's oh. got to be like like right next to the double white someone I was gonna text Kerry and said, Do you see this turkey? But he was you know, and, and Jeff, we've talked about this, Kirk. We, at eight forty five, if you can fire him off and he's by himself, mm-hmm. he's you got coming. a you got oh, a, he got great you, chance. You, you got a great chance. You're gonna get him. Yeah, and, and I hadn't hit the call. He was looking for me and and I just barely you know, it with that with that diaphragm call, yep, yep, yep. Man, I mean he in that swamp it's so awesome. Oh, you echoes. know. And 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 I'm sitting. I'm telling you, it was over. And the next thing, he's seventy yards to my left, I and I that. never, never saw him. And, and and then and then he gobbled behind me, and I'm like, it's like, what did I do wrong? I, I always I always question myself. I, did I did I do something well, here, wrong? Here's the thing. How yep. many how many days have you hunted that bird? That's sixteen days. Sixteen days. Yep. Okay. I got a bird between me and Gerald. I want to say twelve. Yeah. Twelve days. Mm-hmm. Ballparkish, yeah, and had another experience as I told you, and I won't use the term that I described yeah. to Kevin, but we'll describe it when I come back another way. Okay, so let's yeah. take a break. Let's take a break. I love it. Nine zero four six four one ten ten, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Little Marshall Tucker Band for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got it real quick. Oh, yeah. you are yeah, right. so funny. <laughs> yeah, little Marsh Tucker. Fire on the mountain. <laughs> oh, Lordy. All right, let's let's uh, let's do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Uh, Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential projects. It is Easter. Okay, happy Easter to everybody, yes. for real. Uh, happy Easter. Amen to that. It's a, it's a wonderful yeah. weekend. Uh, spend it with family and friends. And and don't waste the eggs. 
Okay, don't don't just paint the eggs and let them get rotted. No, man, make egg salad. Yeah, make egg salad. Do people do eggs. that still? Oh, heck oh yeah. hell yeah! Yeah, man. I mean, egg I'm, salad. No, no, no. Do people use real eggs for egg yeah, hunts anymore? Sure they yeah, do. yeah. We haven't done that in like forever. Yeah, well, we that's because you're that old. All the time. That's a good point. You're old. Yeah, well, you know. Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, come on. If you're a kid, though, we're all getting and great. you get the plastic egg with a couple pieces of chocolate in it, are you digging that more than the hard boiled? Oh no, egg? you know what they want now. They True. want money in those. Yeah. Make a good point. Eggs. Yeah, you they make want a good five dollars yeah. and twenty dollars. Did you ever have play. an egg hunt when you were growing up as a kid that had money in the eggs? No. Hell no. We need to sue for abuse. Yeah, I told you. Me and you both, because yeah. I didn't get none either, Dad. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on in our house. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, no. he's just shaking his head like, yeah, shut up. Yeah, no, no. We had real eggs. Yeah, we had real eggs. No, all real eggs. Yeah. So yeah. We oh, yeah. And we died. I can remember, you know, Carrie, that, that was that was like tradition with the kids. Oh, yeah. You know, for mm-hmm. them to boil the eggs and then dip them. And then once they... Painted, they got you know you kept them in the fridge, mm-hmm. yep. and then for the egg hunt, okay. As soon as that egg hunt, we didn't let them sit out in the sun for long. Okay, no. we set them out. Had well, you did. <laughs> okay, you had the egg hunt quick if you could find them, right. and, yeah. and then once you found them, you put them back in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Sure, because I mean this was you ate them. You yeah, ate them. You bet man. you ate them. Protein. Okay, Look, so we this, were poor folks. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's Kirby Co Builders cooking tip of the week: What is our favorite? Pickles. The favorite pickles that we love for chicken salad. Wickles. Wickles, baby. Wickles pickles, man. Wickles pickles. They are the bomb. They're the the best best pickle you ever put on a hot dog. It's it's money. It is the best for for chicken salad. It's almost like real fresh pickles. Wickles bread and butter pickles. I'm just. Yeah, Steve Mullen's wife turned me on to that. That's that's money. I don't know what the deal is, but I I have no idea, but I will tell you that Wickles Pickles is the best pickle that there is that I've ever had. Okay, and Wickles Pickles has a dirty dill deviled eggs recipe. Okay, and I'm going to tell you anything made with Wickles Pickles is going to be good, And, and we've provided the link to where you can make these. So don't waste the eggs from Easter. And it's simple. Uh, yeah. Hard-boiled eggs, completely cooled mayonnaise, two teaspoons of, fr- of fresh dill minced Wickles pickles, and then you can use a half a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, mm. three tablespoons of finely mm. chopped dirty dill baby dills, and then a little salt and pepper. I mean, this is easy, mm-hmm. man. If you've never done it, Favor, you could do this recipe. I probably could. That's saying something. Not that I have to, but I probably could. So, uh, this weekend, happy Easter. Yes. And uh, and make some deviled eggs with uh, with your eggs that you've got left over because there is nothing better to have, in my opinion, than deviled eggs Easter weekend. Good stuff. Deviled eggs and bacon. I I would. They don't add bacon on right, that. Right, I'm right. just telling you, add bacon. Mm, okay. Okay, bacon is uh, always a positive thing. Adding that to Rumble anything. Bacon okay, makes so he, the, makes here, the dish. yeah, here's the but here's the thing though. Get the do the deviled eggs, but don't put the bacon in the mix. No, on no. top. Oh, you put sprinkled. it on top after. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, yes. Yes. so it's kind of like a sandwich with layers. Okay, yeah, because you, you got to have that crunch, man. The egg white. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have the mixed mayonnaise with the egg yolks yep. And, yep. The, and the Wickles pickles. Mm-hmm. And then the next is the pickle, the, the, the dirty dill, 
Okay, and then on top of that is the bacon crisp. Yes, yes. Yes, it's mm. just like – Actually, actually, you know what, though? Uh, you might actually want to put the bacon crumbles on Around top the of the egg stuff and then put the pickle on you top. You can do that, but you Be- don't let it sit there for long. Because, Well, because <laughs> – because, no, and here's why. Because if you, if you put the bacon crumbles on top of the pickle, they're going to fall off the pickle. True. But they're going to stick in the egg. Very good point. There's a lot of damn stuff. That's about deep. There's a lot going right on. There. Yeah, on devil I, egg. I'm a devil egg connoisseur <laughs> on aficionado. <laughs> and you know what they go great with? Chicharrones! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh. In, in a nice dose of Molly Hatchet. <laughs> that going. Found inside a grouper. <laughs> Well, you know, hey, so oh did did Top Gun just lose his, his place know. today? I mean, I think it, so. It's maybe it's Easter uh, weekend. He might be holding you know? out. Yeah, so he might Hanging be holding out. out you know, biding his time, uh, seeing if he's going to vacation. But anyway, we got Archie. Yes, he's got an upcoming Crystal River trip this uh, this uh, week, maybe or something. So let's go talk to Archie. Morning, Archie. Morning, guys. How you doing? Morning, buddy. Good, doing good. Yeah, we're uh, heading down to High Bernie Outfitters. That's our men's ministry. Uh, we're taking a trip down to Crystal River next weekend. Try to find some snook and trout and redfish. Beautiful. Yeah, you should. Looking forward to that. You know, you know what I remember just real quick about Archie because I kind of had a little bit of a flashback this week. I was uh, texting. Uh, <laughs> I got hit in that head, Archie. You know, and the flashback started coming to me. Woke up, I was Sorry. sick. I was a senior. <laughs> and I remember I was on this board. Oh, College board, yeah, you know, had the Greeks and no, uh I was texting back and forth with Brandon Linder. Okay. And okay. And, and Brandon was uh was down in Crystal River and had some, some really good luck turkey hunting this week. Mm-hmm. Oh nice. And I can't remember if it was he who killed or somebody else, but they, they got some. And mm-hmm. so he sent me some pictures and I said that's kind of funny because the first turkey that I ever killed in my life was with Mr. Bill. Mm-hmm. In Crystal River. No, no, oh, that's right. It was, wasn't sure it? Sure was. I remember yeah. that. It sure wow. was. And, yep. And, and, that. and Archie, that, that place will always have that special meaning to me because, first of all, Mr. Bill became one of my best friends. And uh, and it was the first turkey I ever killed in my life. And another guy called it in for me. And I tried to kill the second gobbler. And he's like, whoa, 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 no. <laughs> and I was, you know, I was a killer, you know. And uh, and the other thing I remember about that trip is that my dog Lucky they had killed a turkey a couple of days before, and had thrown it oh, in no. a dumpster. He did not. And no. something pulled it out. Well, he, you know, I got my turkey and we're you know hanging around, and next thing you know, Lucky's running around, and Lucky comes back. <sighs> Smells like oh. death warmed over. He had rolled. Oh, he did not. Over oh. that previous dead turkey from days before, Archie and I can tell you, it was the worst. <laughs> and 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 Lucky liked to ride up front. Right? Oh, R- Lucky no. rode in the back. Unlucky of the truck. for you. <laughs> the whole way home. Lucky in the back of that truck. Yeah. Yes, Lucky did not ride in the truck because we didn't have hey, any shampoo. Uh, anyway, how was the uh, how was the Avett brothers? Avett brothers are. Uh, I said this last week. Awesome, tremendous show they do. Uh, the energy that they have and uh, and their sound is so far-reaching. A great combination of folks, folksy, bluegrass, country, and rock and roll. 
Uh, I would highly recommend if you ever get the chance to see the Avid Brothers live, do not pass it up. Our families traveled from to Tampa, uh, Savannah. We've seen them probably four or five times live, and uh, they love it. My uh, wife from Kentucky and her folks up there just can't get enough of them, and uh, always a good time with the Avett Brothers for sure. Yeah, the banjo, of course, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the banjo, always have been, and uh, they, they got a little touch of banjo in it, and so for me, uh, uh, awesome. Uh, my next Absolutely. concert coming up, just to let you know, the concert tour date, okay, oh, wow. uh, is not Molly Hatchet. It's not Molly Hatchet. Okay, right, and right. it's not to see it, but uh, Aaron Lewis. Oh, yeah. The lead singer for Stained, Chris, uh, I think you would like Aaron Lewis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aaron Lewis is really good. Oh, yeah. 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 Really and, good. I actually, I actually really dug him with Stained, but uh, yeah, his voice is really yeah powerful. i mean he's mostly country but he's yeah he's and, and exactly yeah. country now he's yeah. he's doing an acoustic concert what's the venue chris that's over there it's at, in orange park right at, or like or doctor's lake orange park the college campus it's like a community college or something uh, st john's yeah st john's st john's river college yeah but what's the venue it's the venue oh uh, the thrasher horn center thrasher horn thank you yeah yes thrasher horn so looking forward to that yeah one that'll too. be that, that'll be a great concert yeah. he's he's My, anyway really good I'll, I'll finish. I'll finish with my high school band story. Okay. Okay. Uh, when oh. I used to ride my bike from the house to the church to go to Boy Scout, we'd go right by the house where Leonard Skinner practiced. No. You could literally hear them for blocks. I mean, they were the original garage band. They were out there playing and practicing, and it was pretty. Who knew at the time that they would be who they were? But I mean, uh, you're talking about uh, the Shack. The Shack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Archie, <laughs> Archie, do you have do you have Netflix? Oh, such a great uh, no, documentary. They have a they have a documentary a good one on too. Netflix that they they obviously talk a lot about uh, the Shack and okay. the the, uh, the and the you know and how that band kind of it, yeah. and it's Chris, you've seen it, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. awesome. It's and, a great yeah, and that place. Wow, what what a little hellhole that thing was, and they just hold themselves up in there, man. And, and they said music. it was hot. And it was gross and stunk like death, but they didn't care. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect place to be when you're rock and roll, baby. Young and playing yeah. rock and roll. Young and dumb. Anyway, guys, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Always enjoy the always enjoy the show. You guys are great. Appreciate all the info, and uh, be looking forward to uh, sharing some more in the future. Thanks, thank Archie. you, Archie. See ya. All right, let's take a break. 904-641-1010. If you'd like to join in, and don't forget, you can always follow us on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram. And by the way, for those that are uh, maybe wondering about this 11 and a half pound bass that Scotty Brown shocked down at the, uh, the Tringali barn, that will be posted on Monday. Okay. We will have that posted. But right now, if you go to our Facebook page, you can check out the, the Jower that is currently at Angie Suss. That's the weirdest damn thing. <laughs> and again, if you'd like to join in this morning here, 904-641-1010. Hey, uh, huge thanks to my buddies at Wayland Bay Marine. Uh, went by there and saw Chad and, and BJ yesterday. Chad's the best. Chad's the best, man. <laughs> Chad and I always like to chat. But, Kirk, I, I, you know, I've, I've been using the boat now for at, at the, the Sea Fox for, you know, three or four weeks now. You know what I mean? Right. And, 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 it, and it, it, it did. It, you know, we don't put near as many hours on our boats from December, January, and February. I mean, they don't get a lot of use. Right. Um, so it's kind of, I'm not saying breaking them in again, but you, you, like my live wells. 
Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, 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 one pump's whining and the other one's not. So, anyway, I just took the boat in there and I'm like, look, you know, live well pumps, go ahead and change your oil while it's in here. And and the other thing, you know, we, we talk about this. It, 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 guys that are mechanics, they can see things that, that we can't. I mean, and again, you know, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? A, a piece of corrosion here or whatever. So, just just a, a huge thanks to those guys. I said, yeah, you can have it for four or five days. I said, I'm going turkey hunting. I'll be back on Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Man, I got I got to go after two. We're me and Pops are going to take a little ride up to Georgia this week, and uh, you got one you're hunting too. Yeah, I'm going to go back and, and hunt that one. And, and the story, the experience that I had with him this week, I hunted him for two days, and the first day he he absolutely embarrassed me. And so I go to set up, and and I kind of got an idea. He, I hunted him once before, and he, I, I was out on the hill. And he didn't want to come out. I had the hens land within 15 yards of me, Kevin. Unbelievable. Yeah, I had had seven hens land and come to 15 yards. That is so cool, though. Yeah, and and you're like, this is it. I don't have to do a damn thing. Okay, he he was at, uh, the the, the hens were at 3 Mm o'clock, and he's at uh, 1 o'clock. Okay. So if the hens land right beside you, you're thinking he's going to land right there too, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm in the spot. In fact, it's right where you killed the first turkey ever. Yep. Okay, on my place, or that since I owned it, and so he didn't want to come out. So I said, this time, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go set up kind of around the bend in the bottom. That's where he wants to be. That's fine. So I go down off of this uh, this kind of like a sandstone rock bluff, and I go down there and set up, and uh, and daylight comes, and and I, the hens are right there where they normally are. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're out in front of me you know, 60, 70 yards, and he's beyond them a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're starting to talk a little bit. Oh, yeah, they're talking. Mm-hmm. And I don't hear him, okay? Now, the, the the one that came out of left field and came and kicked the one from right field, I can hear him over there going bananas and another one over there going bananas. I'm like, all right, well. And I started, then I didn't hear the one that was I was hunting. I was like, well, and you know, this happens sometimes. Sometimes they roost in a different spot. I'm like, well, maybe he went over there by the one in left field, right. you know, so mm-hmm. – I, I said, no, just stay here. Be patient. Maybe he'll start gobbling. I waited and waited. The hens fly down over there. I said, well, maybe he'll fly down. And then once he hits the ground, he'll gobble. Nothing. Nothing. Weird. That's weird. So I'm like, well, so maybe neighbor killed him. Maybe, right. you know, he went, a coyote got him. Maybe a bobcat got, got him. Maybe he was over there to the right. So I said, well, he ain't there. So I pack up my stuff and, and start moving towards the turkeys that are gobbling on my right. And I go over there and. And I'm probably 75 yards away from where I was set up, and I set up up on top of the bluff and face the other turkeys, and, and I'm calling them, and they're still a ways off, and I'm in no rush. I'm enjoying it, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the turkeys are gobbling and everything, and, and I'm comfortable. And, uh, and then behind me, <laughs> 25 yards. <laughs> I hate that. It almost feels like they're going to blow you off the tree. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And so since I'm on a, I'm on a bluff, I'm like, all right. Uh, uh, Years ago when I hunted out West with uh, Adam and Buzz, Buzz always said to me, look, if a turkey comes in and he handcuffs you, Mm -hmm. stop calling, let him walk off and call him back in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and instead of trying to move on. And I remember the first time that he told me that, I actually tried that on a bird 
and it worked, and I was like, oh, my God, it actually works. I've had it work, too. Okay? Yep. So I'm thinking exactly that wait. Yep. So I wait, and after he gobbled in my ear, and uh, and he can't, he, I, I didn't move, so I mean, right. he doesn't see me or anything else. So I just wait a little while, and then I hear him gobble away. And I said, okay. So now I make my move. I turn around, crawl to the edge of the bluff, and I'm literally laying in the prone position on the ground with, with shotgun hanging over the edge of the bluff. And I'm like, this is going to be one of the coolest things ever. Right. I'm going to call him back in. He's going to come out of that bottom. He's going to come to the bluff, and I'm going to shoot him from a, uh prone. advantaged position. Right. Prone position. Okay, from That's the ambush, ambush position, you yeah. know. And so I start calling nothing, oh. nothing. Never heard another peep. Okay, yeah. and he stays over in this one little area. So I leave after I tried for forty-five minutes, and you know I waited, 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 thinking he'd start up again. Nothing. I leave. I start going to other places, and and I circle back around, kind of to the the southern end of his range, and set up on this uh, uh, little food plot I got, and set up on it. Start calling. And nothing, you know, nothing's quiet. I'm, but I mean, I'm in a shady spot, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I can see a little field. I'm like, you know what? Just chill. This yeah, is exactly. great. It's a beautiful day. I told you, I, I did the same. Beautiful thing. day. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I heard I was texting with my brother. He shoots, and yeah, I got one. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I said, well, I haven't seen anything. I said, you know, so I'll come and get you. So I'll come. I was going to go get him with the golf cart. So, and right before he had shot, I actually did, uh, I broke out the, uh, the box call and with the old real excited, nothing. like, this sucks. Right. Nothing's talking. He shoots. I text him, gather my stuff up, get up, stand and start walking. And I walk 20 steps and I crest this hill and there's the gobbler standing right there. Oh. I said, you son of a bitch. Aren't they awesome? Like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and to and to kind of just you know give me the middle finger, uh-huh. he's in range, but I got my shotgun over my shoulder, and I don't want to kill a bird like that. I understand. Okay, I want to kill him when he's gobbling and he's coming in and he's strutting and all that kind of stuff. So he goes and he drifts away, and he's probably at about fifty-five steps now. Mm-hmm. What does he do? Stops and struts. And, yeah, yep. stops and struts. <laughs> Stops and goes to full strut, and oh then I my. take a couple more steps, and then there's two hens there. They leave, and then he literally walks, struts, walks, struts, mm-hmm. walks, struts away. I'm like, that's okay. That's great. Another day, buddy. Yeah. yeah. One of these days, mm-hmm. I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. Very cool. That's very Fun cool. Stuff. So, uh, yeah, I got gobbled in, uh, in my ear. But that's weird how, I mean, I, I get to see in nature, and a lot of people say, well, hi, turkey hunt's not that hard. In nature, turkeys gobble, the male gobbles, and then the hens come to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to make something opposite. You're trying to flip it. You're trying to get the mm-hmm. male to come to you. And and that's a challenge. I mean, some gobblers do that, but for the most part, that's how nature works. And so and that's why we, we, we talked about in, in the beginning of the show, if it's it's not a matter of sometimes of calling him to you. It's 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 getting in their pattern, knowing yes. which way they're going to go and get in front that's, of them. That's why we say because yep. because you're trying to reverse nature yep. is that you need to know where they want to be, so that them come to you is not them leaving five or six or seven or eight to ten hens. Right. So much as it is, you're in the neighborhood. Yep. 
And That's right. then they've got their girls, and maybe they might lean a little bit your way. And, and if you can make that lead hen mad, yes, that's killed more gobblers for me than probably anything. The hard part for me, and this is being totally honest, I mean, my ears aren't what they used to be. Mm-hmm. I can hear a gobble from a long ways away because a gobble has bass. Yeah. But a hen is a higher-pitched mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. So I don't hear the hens wow. as well as I do a gobbler. That sucks. Yes. Yeah. That's so, what messed us up this week because I had the same problem. Did you have the same a, issue? I, had a, I was in a bottom, and I had him up on a hill looking at the clear cut, and I was facing the swamp. And when I just purred a couple times, he goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I, and I didn't hear it. And he said two gobblers went off at the same time. And then I purred again, and he, he said they, they were closer. Well, I didn't hear it. Hey. And then I had one coming up behind us, and he was hot and heavy, and he was like, "Gah!" And he's back in that swamp, and I'm like, "Here he comes!" And I finally looked over at Brad, and I said, Psst. "I said, spin around," and he held his fingers up like two, and I didn't know what he meant. Mm-hmm. Well, the other two were crossing the clear cut, coming to him, but I couldn't hear him. Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's and then you see, and, and I mean that's unfortunately that's you know you, some some people. I mean, when we were young, that's right. I mean, and we didn't use hearing protection for God. Um, Music and our guns, and we only listen to our parents. I I know. Yeah, well, and I mean that's just it's part of the deal. And uh, and like for example, my brother, okay, doesn't hear very well at all. And so where I put him for turkey hunting, I put him in a spot that is not so much that he can hear the birds call the birds, so much as that the birds just like to go there anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. And uh, because you know you got sometimes that's how it works, and I don't ever want to put him in a position to where he's a little bis- disadvantaged. So, anyway, let's take a break, and uh, we come back. We'll uh, hear about a Friends of the NRA banquet, and we can talk to you on our telephone, and that number is 904-641-1010. And if you love Molly Hatchet, call the show. We love you, too. <laughs> hey, don't forget, at uh, Nimnik Chevrolet, it is truck month, and uh, you get 0% financing, get $1,000 worth of accessories to add to the truck. They've got some on the ground, so you've got some choices to make where you can get the uh, the color and the options that you really want. And that's uh, your truck headquarters is always Nimnik Chevrolet, 1550 Cassett Avenue, and where else would you want to go because they offer you the best price guarantee at all the Nimnik family of dealerships, including at Nimnik Chevrolet, where they currently have truck month going on. All right, let's go to the phone lines here and uh, bring up Mr. Ron. And wants to talk about a banquet coming up with the NRA. Good morning, Ron. Morning, guys. How are you? Morning, Ron. Enjoying the show, the turkey talk. I, uh, my wife and I have both got ours so far this year. And, and uh, I tell you what, every morning we've gone out, it's been full of gobbling. It's been just a really good year. Well, that's a good year for you, that's for sure. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. 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 So, so uh we got the uh, First Coast Friends of NRA banquet coming up Saturday, uh, May fourteenth, and you know, just make for, sure you email the, Jeff those those dates. Yeah, so I can. <laughs> yeah, and make sure you highlight the text and <laughs> yeah, do yeah. it in bold. Highlight, <laughs> highlight the dates for me, please, and, and maybe make it in a really big font. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thirty-six so, font, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Saturday, May 14th, and as, as you all have been to, to some of the events before, so you know how much fun they are. Yes, but, sir. Uh, 
Um, you know, it's for of a good cause. We raised the money we raised goes back to uh, women, youth, and veteran veteran shooting programs. Last year, we gave out a uh, little over eight hundred thousand dollars to programs such as the Junior Rossi Shooting Programs, 4-H, Boy Scouts. Those are some of the main ones. Um, but there's a lot of what a lot of people don't know is there's a lot of local clubs, um, archery as well. Because from our perspective, shooting is shooting, mm-hmm. um, and you know you get these kids started in archery. And eventually, a lot of them will move over to uh, to rifle as well and shotgun. So, um, you know, it's, it's you know, real important for us. You know, if you believe in the Second Amendment, kids are the future, and uh, and and you know, women are the fastest growing segment of the sport. So, we're real happy to, to be doing it. But um, last year, we gave away uh, the, the giveaway portion. We gave away a little over just I think forty one guns. And if I can squeeze it out this year, I'm I'm gunning for fifty. So wow. there's a Great wow. opportunity when you show up to actually win guns. So um, just a lot of fun. It's no politics, no speeches, just fun and games and, and like-minded people having a great time. So uh, and, and, and how, how do people get the info? I just pulled it up. Uh, Friend, for, for me, just real, real quick here, uh, Ron, because I, I, I did the old Google thing. And yeah. and so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but friends of NRA dot org and uh, or just Google friends of NRA Jacksonville, and it'll actually take you to a page which shows you that Saturday, May 14th at 5 p.m. at the Ramal American Club on 3130 Parental Home Road is the event, and it's got uh, Ron Davis as the contact. That would be you, and yes, the sir. number is nine zero four eight seven four one eight zero one. And it's got your email yep. there as well, and it's got a ticket menu, and you can order it right online. Perfect. Yes, that and that's that's the easiest way to order online. You can also go to the Facebook page, First Coast Friends of NRA, and then that'll you like and you know get on that page and like it, and you kind of keep up to date with the events that we have. We don't send out a whole lot of information, you know, and people get too inundated with uh, all the nonsense. Yep. So the only time you really hear from us is when we actually have something that uh, that we're putting on. So all right, uh, appreciate we, you all letting me on here. Yep. Thank you, Ron, Thanks, and, Ron. and uh, we'll put some information up on our Facebook page as well, linking to your to your post on Facebook, so that we can spread help you spread the word. Thank you very much, guys. Have all a good day. Thank Bye, you, buddy. Ron. All right, uh, real quick, let's do an updated weather and an updated tides, and then we're going to go talk to Mister Bob. This morning, uh, a weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Uh, enjoy it while you can, and it's going to be beautiful today. South winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Tomorrow, southwest winds, and here comes the showers and thunderstorms possibly as well. And it's going to be uh, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming east, 10 knots in the afternoon, 2 to 3 feet. Monday, southwest winds, 10 to 15, becoming west in the afternoon. Showers likely and a slight chance of thunderstorms on Monday. Tides of Port brought to you by uh, the restaurant that I will uh, – I'm going to own it here pretty soon. That's Angie's Subs. I was concussed. (laughs) Just joking. Angie's Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, right there at uh, Beach in Penman, 904-246-2519 to call your order in advance. The Tides for today – uh, 9.05 a.m. was the high tide. That was a 4.8. And then 2.49 p.m. is your low tide this afternoon. All right, let's go to the phone lines and talk to uh, one of our favorite folks. It's uh, from CNH Marine Construction, Mr. Bob Matthews. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Bob. Hey, how y'all doing, buddy? Good. Good. Are you okay? You didn't get run over this morning or anything, did you? No, this is safety. You know, we haul these tractors from job to job. 
tractor weighs 14,000 pounds. So I'm going to Georgia to pick up the tractor from that one I sent you this morning. Going down 17, motorcycle sees my truck, but he doesn't see the trailer and runs into the trailer. Golly. Oof. That's crazy. Is he okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm good. He's good. Just, you Oof. know. We haul a, a lot of people that listen to your show, haul a lot of equipment, and it's even the ring fire equipment. And um, they don't look for the trailers. Right. And it's very dangerous. Mm. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. It could have been ugly. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. But I, I have enjoyed your turkey uh, stories this morning. It's funny. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's hear it. I said, I, I, no, I have enjoyed your turkey stories. This oh, morning. you enjoyed ours. Oh, we thought you said you had yeah, one. I thought you were getting ready to give us a turkey story, Bob. Well, I'm hopeful. Hopefully, yeah. we'll have two uh, good ones coming up next week. Yes. And then uh, me and Kirk are going to go the week after next. We're gonna we're gonna venture. Good. I'm gonna put Kirk on the left field bird. Oh, oh yeah. Oh nice. Left well, field and right that, field bird. That's where yeah. Kirk's going. Yeah. I, like I heard it. that Bob has a turkey story back when he was a senior, and, it, <laughs> and so and he was hunting with somebody who had a lazy eye and was a. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good story hey, I, though. Yeah. I did I did send y'all a uh, recipe this morning for the fried boiled eggs. Fried fried boiled eggs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Try it. I didn't see that. How do you fried bull an egg? A bold egg. I guess you Just coated it. Is that deviled egg? Deviled okay. egg. Like deep fried? So you're drop. deep frying it after yes. the fact? Yes. You better uh-huh. fry it. Heaven. Yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, deep, come on. deep fried dirt and I'll eat it. <laughs> hey, when y'all get a chance, y'all need to come to Lake. We'll do a, uh, a good cookout on the Lake. Hey, we're, 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 we're get, let us get past turkey season and, and we're, we're going, Bob. We're going to be there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, come on. Be good. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, thank you. All right, buddy. Spicy right. Happy hard Easter, Bob. Happy Easter. Yep. Spicy hard boiled egg fry. I'm in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I try not to eat a whole lot of fried food, but when I do, it is a treat. I tell you what, we got an air fryer. I've been using the fire out of that thing. all the time. All, all the, the time. time. Use mine. If you all don't the time. have one. Oh, you you gotta got get em. one. Got You're talking about the uh, the, the propane air fryer? No, I got an air fryer that you plug in the wall. Yep. Really? Yeah, me it too. It is money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, uh, it is. I, we cook in it all the time in now. It? What do you put we in it? We did fried Everything. chicken last night. And Everything. Of course, you're not frying it. You're air frying it. Yeah, and? And it came out just like fried chicken. It was so, delicious. Seriously, it's got the same texture? Kevin, yes. If, if you dipped it in grease and took it out of there and you put it in the air fryer, couldn't I couldn't tell the no. I don't believe that. I don't I'm believe telling it. You. I'm, I'm telling you. You know what? Bring us some fried chicken. I don't believe it. I don't either. Uh, yeah, your dad's uh, right. Yeah, your dad's yeah, I don't right. believe. No, I don't believe the quality yeah. of the food. We did. We did a no. Fried you see fish. what he's doing? You see what he's doing? I'll tell you, Kirk, what he's doing. He's right. angling to get food. Yeah. That's what he's doing. You got to prove it. I know. Yeah. You got to <laughs> prove it. I didn't get, but just a little. How, piece. how long does it take to Kevin? We did fried chicken last night yep. in eighteen minutes. Done. Done. Huh. We I, did, I, I, we I, did I, fried no. fish this week. Mm-mm. We did fried fish this week in twelve minutes. Done. It I, is, I, I, look, I agree just, with your dad. I'm just telling you. It's a miniature <laughs> convection oven. It's it's money. Mike Wren gave is. it to us this it's week, true. and I, I, I said, I, I, I'm going to try I, it. I, I, I can I just would, tell I, you. I, I corroborate. I, want, I, I can just tell I you want, that I want to test. I mean, I your want air that. fryer ain't going to beat Jerry <laughs> Stalvey's fried chicken yeah, from I the mean, fair. I'm telling you, it's pretty darn close. So I'm going to bring in some fried cobia that Kerry does the night before. All right? All right? And you bring in. Some fried fish from your thingy, and let's see. Now nah, you got to do it right out. You got to do it right thingy. then. <laughs> your thingy. Thingy. 
your thingy. <laughs> From your thingy. <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty good. Oh, it now safe? it's pretty good. Nah, yeah, yeah, now we're getting yeah. it. Okay, logs uh, as usual. Some awesome sponsors uh, that we have here on the Nick Outdoors show. Moe's Southwest Grill, Steenhatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment, Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Coastal Equipment. Big Pen Heating and Cooling, Claude Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cap Rental Store, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway and Chevrolet on Castle. Folks, have a wonderful Easter Sunday with your family. It's going to be a beautiful day. Risen indeed. Yes, sir. And uh, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. And when I land that big one, I'll have my problem. Cause I'm hooked